Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther coming to you live from the <laughs> Smut Studio with my co-host Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I know you are because you uh, you have you have a s- smile on your face. You have that aura about you that you only get when one man visits the studio. Yoshi's here. Love Yoshi. Yoshi, Yoshi welcome, welcome back. Thanks, guys. Um, Yoshi, I feel like you do not have the the normal energy that you have because apparently you took four buses and a lift here. Oh, I my car's in Vegas last two months. Why is your car in Vegas? Because I was away. away You're like from- I had to ditch it under some fake brush after running over somebody on the strip. <laughs> I'll talk about that too, but no, I was away for two months, so I. I can't afford to pay parking at the airport parking, so I decided to live it in my friend's place. So it's been there. So <laughs> wait, wait, what? Well, welcome, bla- welcome back. Well, what is it like? Sixty meme. days, what, five, six bucks a day? Maybe. Why can't you up? just drive it to L.A., dude? What? I'm confused. Why what? didn't you drive? Why is the car in Vegas? Why didn't you drive? Because it? Because I have a friend's. Um, my friend's got a huge parking area, so I could just leave the car there for sixty days. But how did you get from Vegas to Los Angeles? No, I flew from Vegas to New York. Okay. And then you flew from New York back to L.A.? No, from there I went to Europe. <laughs> and then you flew from Europe back to L.A.? Mm, <laughs> no, no, I went to, like, I think I went to Washington. Like, no, then I went to the lab. Washington, then Canada. I've been all over the fucking place. You so. have. I've noticed that, dude. Yoshi's on tour. Now, is it... the did I see a text message? Are you coming from Russell Peters' place? Yeah, because can't uh, he just helicopter your, you to the smut shack? Like, why? Yeah, how, I mean, he's loaded. Like, like how big is his house, it. dude? I I was there for like a day and a half. I still didn't see him. And <laughs> you know what? What's that? What, isn't his driver just standing around like waiting to take you somewhere? Then no, uh, he you know he's leaving Friday for the world tour. And, yeah, uh, I needed to see him for something, but I was there for a day and a half. I'm not kidding. As I'm getting picked up a Lyft driver, I saw him driving. I just missed him, so... So he I, just lets you stay at his place? Yeah, I mean, I've known him for 15, 14, 15 years. Right. Yeah, like, kind of like a retarded family member. So, so. <laughs> you you are or he yeah. is? No, I am. Yeah. But they trust me, you know, like, um, I mean... Yeah, because you're not. I mean, you're that, not that, that's the only you're, thing. You're not to steal anything. You'd have to take a bus out with a TV. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> hey, I got a TV, and then you're like <laughs> hitchhiking away with it. What? So he's in Calabasas. Yeah. Well, it's but, not. It's not. You the know, problem shout out was, I, I would have been here like an hour and a half ago. The problem was, every time I have to do transfer, these fucking homeless, handicapped, or old folks <laughs> getting on the fucking bus. So each, I'm not sure if you know Yoshi. That's who rides the bus. I know. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> I know that. That means that means you're you're you don't know which one you are, obviously, but you're either homeless, handicapped, or elderly. You're one of them. I'm Sounds go- like you're homeless. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those. But I factored that in. What was problem was each three transfer I had. Each one of them have I have to deal with one of them. So every time that happened, I miss another bus, another bus, and bus. That's why I'm hour and a half. 
Oh, half right. an hour, I'm half an hour late, but I should have been here. We, we have two interns now. Next time you come, we're sending one of these guys to get you. I'll have a car next and time. And I'm sure they would love to go to Russell Peters' place. You know what's crazy, though? Yeah. The amount of time it took you to get from his house to Venice is the same amount of time it would take you to drive your car from Vegas to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Just about. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to say, I like the effort. I Matt, do. Matty Goldberg would be like, Jason's out of town. I can't make it. I'm like, well, you can take 11 buses like Yoshi. <laughs> You guys have a, I have to say, you guys have a great fan base, and I don't, I don't want to waste your time. And I figured one of you will probably have a show tonight, so I was worried that, you know, fuck up your schedule. So yeah. I, don't, I don't like that when somebody did that to me, so, you know, I, I, don't, I'm not, I, don't, I don't feel good about it. But these so you, fucking, now you're going to stab yourself in the stomach with a samurai story. <laughs> <laughs> but these fucking homers. my primary. I shame dirty sports. <laughs> but, that's the process. <laughs> <laughs> fucking homeless and handicapped and the fucking old people. Like each time, uh, fuck up the schedule. So anyway, here I am. Well, Yoshi, like Joe said, A for effort. Yeah. We couldn't be happier that you're here. And A you know, for atomic bomb. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but we, but before we get into yeah. all the sports stuff, we do need an update from the incident of you and the homeless guy, Nodrit, because yeah, the other homeless guy, not you. Yeah. <laughs> you the Venice homeless guy were contacted by a detective I believe LAPD I got a letter and and uh, I'm not gonna lie with you I, I panic because because um, <laughs> I, I hate getting mail and, yeah <laughs> and you know where do they send mail for you by the way um, like Randy Yo- Puga's Yoshi place. care of Russell Peters no Randy Puga's place I've been there I'm fucking it's f- funny things Joe's right. Randy Puggas bought a house in Atlanta, Georgia, and he's going to work on the next eight to ten Marvel movies. So he's moving out. So I got to move out of his place now. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to have a better deal than four years of no rent. You know right. what I mean? He's, yeah. been, he's been very good to me now from fucking July. Sounds like you're moving to Atlanta. I can't. I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do Atlanta. No. It's too fucking hot and there's nothing really interesting. I mean, yeah. you can say it, Yoshi. Why, why don't you like it? Yeah, I was going to say, just you say can, it. You can say it. Just say it. Just say well, it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even. I, I mean, I do. I do. I went to Martin Luther King's museum. I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he's from Atlanta, so I went there, but. Um, yeah, you were Let's be honest. Like, also, I, it, it was also, great. It was great to visit, but I mean, also, I wasn't Braves, sad like most black people. Braves is a tough word for you to pronounce, right? Like, what's, what's what? Braves, Braves. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's, that's that's a Sarah Tiana's team. So, so let's get back to what's going on with the LAPD and the investigation. On so I got a letter, and of course, I'm thinking like, or the um, RAPD, as Yoshi refers to LAPD. <laughs> so. I'm always going to do this whenever Yoshi's here. Um, whenever I see formal letters, I'm, I'm thinking like it's probably I didn't even read it. I just could tell by you know the the look of it. Like, like I thought, oh, it must be IRS or something. Of course, it's not IRS. IRS. Okay. <laughs> I open it and like um, I'm just shocked. Like, how did he get my license plate number? I don't remember. Yeah. Well, then you texted me. Because I don't remember he writing my license plate number. It might have been when you guys were Instagram storying it. <laughs> well, it might have been in that 20 minutes. Where we you're did, like, hey, homeless guy, will you pose? We're gonna, yeah. We want to tag you at the smudge accident. We didn't actually accident. see any police. No. So I thought maybe no, the he, guy went to the police, obviously. But maybe maybe he they, left the scene. 
Yeah, but he also got your license plate and went to the police with it. No, the homeless guy did not get because he was so out of it. Mm, I think that's what happened. Uh, I think you were set up, to be honest. I don't know how. Set uh, up. Uh, yeah, I think I, I'm serious. I think the, these homeless. Somebody's people, been listening to too much Rogan again. No, 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 no. It's no. like the Illuminati's out to get no, you. No, no, I think I think these homeless people in Venice, they're shysters, for lack of a better term. And he goes around and he tries to get money. And I think he purposely put his bike in on a projectory for you to hit him. A what? Proje- what was that word? A projectory for him to get Tra- trajectory. Projectory, trajectory, <laughs> tomato, tomato. But so you met with LAPD. You actually went down somewhere. They say I have to show up X date. So like fuck, and um, you know I I we have to keep changing schedule because I think he was sick one day. <laughs> and, and the bus schedule yeah. could yeah. So and, take you there. No, no, no. I had to take my. I have to take my car so they could take a pictures, right? So I, f- I finally showed up. I'm waiting at, uh, I think, either Venice or Santa Monica Police Department. So I'm waiting, and eventually the guy was supposed to get an interview. He, he still didn't show up. So somebody else is interviewing me. So he said, you know, tell me exactly what happened. You're, you know... I just your, your side of the story. So I, I told him Yoshi doing his plugs at the end of the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to mention you because did, did I have a witness? So I mentioned your name. Wait, so, so <laughs> wait a second. Why I, I have don't, to don't worry, they're looking for an Andrew Luther somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Andrew <laughs> Ruther. Yeah. So anyway, so afterwards, he was he was better. Matter of fact, like you know, that's his job. Like. Tell me exactly what happened and your side of the story. He he wrote everything. I reread it and maybe there was one thing was not right, clear. So I told him and he fixed it. I signed it, everything. And he said, okay, we now we have to go outside and check out your car and uh, take a photograph of your car. He took the pictures and I said like, for, for you know, I don't know. I just said like, in case of I'm in the same situation in the future, what was I officially supposed to do? He said, because this is what I've been told. If you accidentally hit somebody's car, <laughs> you have to leave a note saying, I hit, I, I'm sorry I hit your car. Right. Yeah. But in addition to that, you're supposed to call your insurance company sure. because the, f- the piece of paper might f- fall off or somebody might take it. And um, the whoever, wh- whoever owned that car that I hit could call cops and claim it was hit and run. Yeah. So, so I understand that. But you know, when that guy left... You know, it's not like a, a little slip on a fucking bike. He was already gone. So yeah, yeah. he left. You know, he left but the cop said to protect yourself, you should still call the cops. I didn't know that. And it would so. take two hours for them to get here. You know, fuck that. Fuck that. So noise. anyway, that's what I was supposed to do. So it's been three months, but I already, I already know my luck. I know. Something. You're also like, uh, just while I'm here, officer, what am I supposed to do if, per se, I. <laughs> Kick my mother-in-law to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I call the cops? Does insurance have to get involved in that? Should I leave a note? Just leave a note on her limp body. <laughs> I, sh- I wish I could ask that. But anyway, um, <laughs> so that's happened, and I don't think it's you know I haven't heard anything in like three four months. But I already. But what's kn- the investig? But this is what I'm confused. What's the investigation about? Like, what are they trying to question you for? What are possible? The letter parties? basically say there might have been a traffic accident or crime and we would like you to come to the police station and um, go through an interview. So I haven't heard anything. I haven't got a copy of what I said and signed. So I don't know what's going to happen. 
And I don't necessarily think he, the guy that I had a, uh, you know, this incident with, I don't necessarily think he even went to the police department. I don't know. I don't know what. I'm. I'm just waiting. But I already know that the moment I think everything's okay, they're gonna contact me for something. You know. Here's an interesting parallel thing. I got rear-ended last summer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got rear-ended last summer, and I just got a phone call two weeks ago. I'm fucked now. That. They pay me for the damage to the car. Right. But the insurance company is saying, because the damage is so minimal, we're not going to pay for your physical therapy. So now, the x-ray and the physical therapy, all those people, they're coming after me now. Because even my lawyers abandoned me, saying, like, this is not worth our uh, pursuing. So, like, I didn't know they so could So you that. did all that not before you had a claim or something? Yeah, Um I mean, they they say it was their fault. They pay for the damage to the car, but now they said the damage to the car is so minimal that we don't believe it, it um, hurt you and uh, you suffer any sort of pain and suffering. So, so now I'm sitting like, fuck. Now the, I even got a phone call from X-ray. Now I'm gonna hear from the um, chiropractor people saying, how are you gonna pay us? You know, it's like. <laughs> I guess, well, I, think uh, I guess you're not gonna collect anything. It, it sounds like you just need a lawyer, a better lawyer. Because there are guys, there are guys who will do that regardless of whether you're hurt or not. You yeah. can just say, "I am hurt." They'll I, they'll, they'll pursue it for you. I, I, I talked to a couple of my friends and like they they kind of agreed like it's not worth most lawyer to even. Dude, I saw a guy who got rear ended. Get I was on a jury. Yeah, and I got off. I I got out of the jury because I was like I I'll never ever give this guy money. He, the guy the guy who was the lawyer ends up. He he like uh, they asked what I did. I said comedy. Yeah. Uh, they and then I was like, I, I'm never gonna pay this guy. I got a back injury playing baseball. The lawyer hits me up after way after I get excused. He's like, I have a men's league baseball team. Do you want to play? I love comedy. I want to come get your shows. Just so you know, I got that guy eight million dollars for a rear ending. So you just need a fucking shyster lawyer that wants to get you some money. Yeah. So did, now uh, what? My lawyer's. I'll give you. I'll give you my guy's name. My lawyer. <laughs> my my lawyer's basically saying take that insurance company to small claims score. So yeah. that that's where I'm at. Like, you know, it's it's not like believe me. I had my debts and people were after me right after I got fired from my work. Believe me, I grew. I hang around with the black people. They don't bill collectors do not scare me. You know. Right. I always tell them like, listen, faggot. Unless you come to my house <laughs> yeah. and threaten me or punch me in the face, you ain't getting shit. You know, so call funny. me all the fucking time, stupid bitch. It's funny. I, it's, <laughs> I, it's funny that you say that, though. I did learn the same thing from my, my black friend that was sleeping on my couch forever. Yeah. The same thing. He'd be like, dude, I was in some bad credit card debt, and he just laughed. He's like, yeah. dude, fuck them. Yeah. There ain't, there ain't shit they can do. Well, yeah. credit card debt is is different. Credit card debt, if you just don't pay a credit card for seven years, it'll disappear. Yeah. It just disappears off your... And eventually, I don't have a st- and eventually your credit will come yeah. back. But so they're gonna if come you want to have me. good credit, you can't just like ignore yeah. everything. So are you doing any lab stuff lately? Um, I I have a checkup in one week, and then I have another one, and next month I got to look for another one. Okay. So, but you've been you've been traveling everywhere. But that's the thing. Like I fly, in, I will fly in for one day, go in, I have to fly back to another gig. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of months. So, um, yeah, it's it's been fucking rough because of this medical bills and fucking. I don't know what's going on. Last six months, all my fucking bits are going to the, the toilet. Fucking 
Oh, you should be you should be playing my NBA bets. I fucking destroyed game twos. Oh man, the zigzag theory works again. It's the only time I bet the whole year. I hate that fucking you, Darvish. He fucked me over with. I uh, mean, why are you betting? Why are you yeah. still why betting you, on you, Darvish? Why are you messing with you? Here's the thing. I put, I the, I put the money before <laughs> the season started. So I didn't know he was going to be part of that. And, of course, I put money before the Super Bowl. What did you put money on? Oh. Uh, Dodgers before the season started right. last year. And I put money on Patriots before the season started. But I knew right away um, that fucking game when it started reminded you, me, your team. You know, the, the Giants had nine minutes and 59 seconds of position the first quarter. And I'm like, I knew I knew Patriots were fucked. And I see Eagles doing the same thing at six and a half minutes. I'm like, God damn, same fucking shit, you know. So... So that was like six grand right there that I would have won. And, so uh, NBA is not true. What about the playoffs? The playoffs aren't treating you well? Well, I mean, I would have won 800 bucks if it wasn't the fucking Houston. You should have listened to the last episode. I said the Jazz are going to bounce back. The I said the fucking, uh, who else bounced back? The Heat were going to bounce back. Yeah. Didn't I say that? And the Cavs were going to bounce back. I only been on the, uh, the zigzag theory in the NBA playoffs is undefeated. The Cavs, the Cavs didn't cover. Well, but they were. What was the spread on that game? I think it was six. Okay, though. Right, you're right because the whole the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, I got it. And then in the end, they somehow fucked. I only bet on the first game uh, parlay, so maybe I'll try it back Friday. But um, so that's that's why that's why I'm at with all the money switchers. I'm literally figuring out to make a little bit of money each week to survive. But um, it's not going to stop me from traveling. But yeah, it's been a lot of hit and misses, man, because they love me in Canada. Hit and run misses. I don't run the message. Yes, Can- Canadian shows were great. Who who are you? Bro- are you opening for anybody, or are you just going on the road with other people? Other people, but the Canada was with Jason Rouse, and it was a dirty show. And the Canadians loved me. A cu- couple of your fam- fans were there one night in Vancouver, Canada, and <laughs> so that was great. Fuck- where was that? In Can- where was that? Yuck, in yuck. Got it. Yeah, I mean, I went really. You, you need to go back up, dude. Ru- go back on the road with Russell Peters. Will he take you back out? I mean, he's letting you stay at his house. I did, I did about nine, ten cities domestically, but I introduced Jake Johansson with him, and now Jake's opening for him overseas. Ah, and he's doing ten, twelve, fourteen thousand arenas. Wow! So those are some big arenas. I mean, it's lots. That's some serious fucking what's money. The, what, what's the biggest crowd you've performed for? Fifty-five or six thousand. Was that with Russell? Yeah. For sure. So what do you a, get paid for a gig like that? I think he paid me like five hundred or maybe a thousand, depends on. Uh, no way. Are you serious? What? He gave you five hundred bucks to perform for fifty-five thousand people. Fifty-five hundred people. Fifty-five hundred. Oh, Jesus Christ. Still though. Still, even then, but st- but that's a little bit more reasonable. I was like, I thought he was doing a fucking. I thought, oh, I no, thought he no. did the Rose Bowl with them. I'm like, yeah. dude. And you gotta you got remember, like, you got like you got like eleven cents ahead. Well, you got to remember it's it's between seven to ten minutes too, you know. Right. And oh, I he doesn't. Done, he doesn't. He has a bunch of people go up before him. I I I would have done it for free anyway for something like that too. Right. So and he also played for your hotel and and a first class flight and everything. So about hookers, does he include hookers in that? He wouldn't do that. But no. um, how the what's the hooker scene like? Let's let's get into that real quick. In in Canada. Yeah. Man, sure. it's very, very sad. <laughs> it, it really makes it's me... It's very, very it sad. Makes, it's legal there. No, anyone who lives in Vancouver, Canada knows this. There is this parallel road, Richard Street and Seymour. C. Less Street is what I call it, right? Not enough hookers. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> ten, even weird Twitter didn't laugh at that one. 10, 12 years ago, you were talking about 
probably the best looking hookers in the whole North America. I mean, it's unbelievable. Where in Vancouver? Yeah. yeah. And this what is, they do? I mean, they're they're really expensive. You know, you're talking five hundred bucks more more. But okay. So you're saying they've gone. This has changed now. You know how you see because, like, because the areas have been gentrified and uh, it's inflation. I, all the fucking, fucking Chinese people moving with all their millions, just clean up downtown. So you, they're all kind of online. You know what I mean? So like, I used to drive around with a couple of the black comedians drive around the Seymour. A couple and other Rich, black comedians, right? You know you're not a black comedian, right, Yoshi? Well, no, no, <laughs> with other black comedians. Um, I've been to jail and. Um, um, I didn't have a father around, so I'm kind of black right there. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I mean, I don't. One thing I don't like about going with the black comedians when they get pulled couch. over by cops, like, of course, I'd rather get pulled over with you guys than the black comedians, of yeah. course. But but other than that, couple, they were they were telling me like all the tricks with um, you know pimps and hookers and stuff. So that was really entertaining. But yeah, I miss those days when you drive richer and see more and see best looking hookers ever. Only other place I've seen the women that look like that for street hookers is Orange Strasse in Berlin. That's it. Those are the only two places with that level of those quality Dude, hookers. Dude, I think we've said this before. You yeah. need... I know we've said this on the show, yeah. Prano. He, Yoshi needs... Remember David Tell's old insomniac? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He needs his own insomniac. Just like, uh, what's the dude who's uh, fucking Anthony Bourdain yeah, for, for I, hookers? And I think that's what we said. Like, yeah. you need to go... What is it, Vice? I don't know who's, who would pick this up. Yeah. Where you go to countries all over the world and rate the hookers and talk about them like dude we need this to happen i'm not gonna rape hookers that's like shoplifting i'm not gonna do that um not rape, rape. Not rape. rape oh rape <laughs> i thought you said raped <laughs> oh maybe i that's what i want to hear anyway um jesus yoshi you want to talk some sports though buddy yeah but 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 the hookers i hate <laughs> no no but one last thing um I, I really hate these guys that cover the prostitution business and they was like, but I never get hookers. Then why are you reporting on that yeah. shit? I hate that. Fucking beat it, you know. Yeah. Before we well, get- it's a lot like sports. Yeah. You know? It's like John yeah, like- Clayton John Clayton's never fucking he's, he hasn't been within two hundred yards of a football field. <sighs> and before we get into the sports, Prano, I think yes. we should we should talk about how good you look with Thank your flag you. and anthem. Thank you. I do gear. look good. This is my flag and anthem shirt. I got a flag and anthem jeans on. This is actually a flag and anthem t shirt on underneath. I'm fully It's one of the They they really gotta start making sponsors? underwear yeah. because they're an very amazing nice. they're an amazing sponsor. My sister in law, I sent her my flag and anthem gear for this month and she texted me today. This is exactly what she texted me. She goes, This is such high quality clothes, it's so soft. She's like, We we need to get my brother on it. I said, Yeah. Just go to flaganathem.com. I told her, if you drop promo code DIRTY, you get 25% off that order. 25% off. I hope Dirt Balls are using it because, you know, I'm a a clothes whore. I've said that many times. I take much pride in my uh, wardrobe, and it's taken over. Like, I love Flag and Anthem shit. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Me too. My, My whole closet, Flag and Anthem. I will buy them, but uh, all my clothes I get from Russell Peters once he get tired of it. All this is from him. Yeah, well, I don't think he got tired of it. I think he stopped wearing it because the knees wore out. <laughs> <laughs> so go to flaganathem.com, drop promo code DIRTY to get 25% off your first order. Okay, let's get to the NBA playoffs. Yeah. Let's do it. Is that is that Rockets game final? It is. What's the, what was the final score? One hundred two eighty two. Yes, sir. Fucking piece of shit. The Rockets <laughs> are clicking. They're up two zero. In one of the few series where I think we can kind of see where this is headed. The other series, man, 
It's just as we expected. It's kind of uh, up in the air. The Cavs tonight, LeBron, did you watch the start of that game? Did I guys... did not watch. I, Holy I, shit. I didn't watch it live, but I ended up watching it. Yeah. So I watched the entire game. LeBron comes out. I believe he scored their first 13 16. points. 16. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He, when LeBron does that, you know the movie Man on Fire, Denzel Washington? Yeah. That's what I think. Like, you're not stopping him. And I agree. I think Prano said this, and I tweeted this. Angry LeBron is greater than angry Tom Brady. By the way, Man on Fire, that's my grandfather in Hiroshima. <laughs> oh. Jesus, Yoshi. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. That was 60 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the silver lining, though, though, for me on this game, LeBron puts up 46 and they win by three. And not just 46. 46 on like, what do you shoot, 70%? Uh, Is that right? Yeah. he was. I think he was like 19 for 24 or 17 for 24. Um, he was 17 of 24. And he actually shot free throws well. Yeah. 10 of 13. 10 of 13. Has he ever been injured and then miss a game? Do you guys ever remember that? He he has been injured and missed a game, but not in a, a long time. He missed like... Oh, that's unbelievable. He missed like 15 games at one point. But here's here's a stat that came up on ESPN uh, after the game. Most postseason games with 40 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. God damn. LeBron James, 10. Shaq, 4. Michael Jordan, 4. Any blocks? Tonight? Yeah. I don't know. Um, sure, he had, sure he had one. Uh, no, no blocks No tonight. blocks. Poor LeBron. Yeah. Come on, LeBron. What are you doing? He but, doesn't play defense. Yeah. Five assists, two steals. <clears throat> I mean, he put the whole game together. Although Love got hurt, too. I don't know what that, you yeah. know, I don't know what that is going to happen w- with that. You know, this game and then... The Rockets game, it just shows you the difference in the quality of teams. James Harden was 1 for 12 in the first half, and they were up 15 at the break. Wow. James Harden did not play well. Yeah. He's, you know, going to win the MVP, and he he didn't just play well. He played a game that if if the Rockets lose a game like that, it's like, this is a choke. Like... He played horribly, and they won by 20 points. LeBron James plays incredibly, and they win by three. That's guys- the difference between LeBron James and every single other player in the NBA. If Kevin Durant had LeBron James game tonight, people would be losing their goddamn minds. If James Harden had the game tonight, people would be losing it. If Victor Oladipo, like anybody has that. Yeah. And for, for LeBron James, it's like, oh— LeBron James did LeBron James things. And then tomorrow, if he scores 31 and has 12 and 12 and they lose, then he's a piece of shit. It's like. And that's easily a game that the Cavs could have lost, though, too. I mean, Victor Oladipo, he picked up two fouls within the first minute. Yeah. The first minute. Hmm. So he's got to sit a lot of that half. And God, dude, he, you know, I haven't seen him play enough until, be honest, this series. He is so fucking quick, man. Yeah. God, he's quick. He's great. Yeah. And the I, I mean, it's crazy that this is his third team. Dude, this is going to be a seven-game series, I think. No. That's not, you no. Don't, the Pacers took three or four from them in the regular season. Yeah, I still don't think it's a seven-game series. You think it's a six-game series, yeah. Cavs? Yeah. What about the uh, OKC Jazz, man, series? Who won? 
Utah won 102-95, so they stole one on the road in Oklahoma. Can we talk about the last minute? Do you guys watch that, the end of that game? Carmelo no. Anthony? I'll be honest, I was grilling steak. I mean, Carmelo Anthony just bricking multiple three-point shots to completely ice the game for Utah. Garbage. Garbage Who, person. Garbage player. On, on OKC, when it comes down to that crunch time point of the game. Paul George. Okay. You already answered. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you want to take in the shot? Paul George. You want Paul George? Yeah. Not Carmelo. Well, well not Russell certainly not Carmelo. I would go Paul George because of his, his, his range, just his pure three-point shooting ability. I mean, it depends what you need in that situation. Like, Russ can always get a basket. Yeah. But I don't like Russ. Like, the Russ, like, going toward the basket way too fast, pull up three is not a good shot in that situation. It's reckless. I, I, I'll, take, I'll take Paul George. Then I'll take Russ. Then I'll take Steven Adams. I'll take anybody but Carmelo Anthony. What's going on with him? Is it injury or old age? Who? Carmelo. Um, he's a fucking selfish garbage basketball player. Who has who is for his whole career has been an incredible catch and shoot player, but refuses to be a catch and shoot player and instead has to be a dribble, like loud dribbles kind of player before taking a terrible off balance shot with a hand in his face. Well, we have an interesting stat. Prano's or uh Trevor's not mic'd up right now, so I'll read it. Paul George, he just sent me this, is an NBA worst 0 for 15 on potential go-ahead shots in the final 20 seconds of games since he entered the league. Wow. So Paul George might not be the guy you want taking that shot either. Yeah, I mean, look, that's I, – I understand that stat. It's 0 for 15, but I'm talking about in terms of the talent of the player. Like – I've seen Paul George in the Cavs series a couple years ago make huge threes to keep them in the game. Sure. Where he was dueling with LeBron James. Now, in the end, they didn't win that. But it's like he was still taking 30-foot threes and making them and going back and forth just to keep them in that game. Where does that series go? Do we think that's a seven-game series now? Because now they're heading back to Utah, which I— I think Utah is is a good home court advantage for those guys. They, yeah, they have amazing defense too. Yeah, and I know. think they do have a home court advantage because of the elevation. People have talked about that more and more recently about how hard it is to play there. I do think that's a seven game series. Who do you like in that? I uh, like Utah. You like Utah? Okay. Don't fuck with the Mormons. I mean, it's tough. It's tough for me to pick a team in the NBA playoffs. I think it's who has the the single best player on the floor. I start there, and I, I mean, I just don't think that that guy is on Utah as as much as I like Gobert, as much as I like Donovan Mitchell. And I don't think they have the second best guy. I think they have a better team, like, all around. I think they have Utah? better coaching. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. But, like, talent-wise, and and really that is the, the issue with Oklahoma City is, like, how do you – like, why aren't they better? But talent-wise, it's – it's night and day. Yeah, it's tough for me. I mean, to Rubio had a good game. This I, game, I think. I think Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's still a rookie. Yeah, like they they need Donovan Mitchell to be the guy right now, and I think it's a little early to expect that from him. I don't know if I've shared this on air, but I I know some insiders who are familiar with the Quinn Snyder situation. Yeah, about how he, you know, the whole situation, how he left when he you have to talk about it. Yeah. So Quinn Schneider, you guys don't Snyder. know Snyder. Is it Schneider or Snyder? Snyder. Snyder? Yeah. I always say Schneider. 
He's 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 not the fucking uh, he's not the super from one day at a time. So Quinn Snyder, <laughs> exactly eleven people listen to the show will get that reference. Yeah. Uh, apparently, was a big cocaine addict at Mizzou. Like that was his problem. That I have some friends who who. I mean, doesn't he look? That's like what a I'm saying. Addict? He he looks like it. So apparently, he was he was he was a cokehead, and he was just like banging sorority girls left and right. Uh, on You're the coach of Mizzou in Columbia, it, yeah, Missouri. In Columbia, Missouri. Two you have that hair. Yeah, you got nothing to do but Just, cocaine and sorority girls. Yeah. So apparently that was the thing, you know, because he's a smart guy. Dude, he got a law degree. Like he's a smart guy. Yeah. Where do you go? Where do you go? When you're when you're when you're doing a lot of cocaine and fucking underage girls, you should probably have a law degree. That's gonna help you. <laughs> that's gonna help you in the long run. But Prado's right. He he's like Matt Damon in fucking Goodwill Hunting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, Your Honor, there's precedent in this case. You know who Quinn Snyder always reminds me of? What uh, does he look like? He reminds me of the guy. You don't know who Quinn Snyder is? We pull up a picture of Quinn Snyder. Ruben? Yeah. He reminds me of the guy on the opening of uh, Dark Knight. What? You know the, the opening is like, you don't know who you're fucking with oh, in the yeah. bank? Yeah. What's that actor's William name? William Fincher. What is it? Fincher, Fincher, one of them. You've seen Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder, I always do it. Come on, doesn't this guy look like he's been doing coke oh. all night and fucking sorority girls? Yeah, he does. <laughs> look, he just got off a bender right there. I, I think I see his nose is bleeding. I mean, look at this guy. Oh, he, yeah. He for sure looks like he dabbles in coke and sorority chicks. But he's a pretty good coach, I think. I assume, yeah. right? Oh, he is. You don't you don't wash out of college for that and then get an NBA job. Yeah, <laughs> like right. If you're not a good coach, <laughs> and for the Jazz, they're like, "So what happened in Missouri?" Just kidding. We don't give a fuck. We're the Jazz. Utah would pro- Salt Lake City would probably be the worst city for hookers. Yeah, ever, he's like he's right? like, "Well, I was fucking 14 year olds." They're like, "Just marry all of them, and we don't give a shit." Interesting, you 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 say that because I was there four months ago. I did a little historical uh, uh, in Utah, Utah. You know Salt the main Rake, Mormon Salt church. City. Yeah, so let's say <laughs> Russell was performing there. The main Mormon church, only half a block away, was a major uh, red light district years ago. Yeah, and the Mormon adventure got rid of it. But that was like a they're right next to the brothels. They had a they had a red light district in Salt Lake City. Absolutely, of course. You need you need to do a monument for that, Yoshi. Let's create that. I mean. And what's weird is like even with all those. That, that's it, when they there were really magic underpants. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's weird. Even with all this incest in Utah, the girls are good looking. In they so are they, good looking. I don't understand that. They're they're weird though, dude. I I they have very good sense of humor, actually. You know what? I've actually banged a fair amount of Mormons. The more I think about it, they've all been good looking. They're very good looking. I don't get it. Yeah. Prano, you gonna chime in on this? No, no? I don't. Uh, I have no experience with the Mormons. Okay, well, let's move on then. Uh, let's talk oh, about. By the way, a lot of porn girls to retire sneak into Salt Lake City. Why is that? Because even the Mormon sneak people in. recognize, <laughs> even the Mormon recognize you. They don't want to say I saw in porno because you're not supposed to look at it. Yeah. So a lot of them could restart their lives in Salt ah. Lake City. Ah. It's weird. It's just like Bin Laden hiding that yeah. city in Pakistan. Yes, just like Bin Laden. Yeah, yes. Again, Yoshi, this is why you need your own show. These are some great tidbits. These are some great facts and knowledge. Okay, let's I was ta- going to say it's like a witness protection for porn stars. <laughs> Look up a porn girl named Mary Jane. She went to Salt Lake City. She's beautiful, but yeah, she's back. In, that's what I heard last. Uh, she was in the porn business like seven, eight years ago. Anyway, Yoshi ahead. investigates. Let's talk about yesterday's games. 
The Raptors, dude. I was talking to Trevor about this before the show. Dare I say, what, what if the Raptors made the finals? Are you, because I just feel. Well, you have more Raptors hate than I do. Like, well, you hate the Raptors. Well, I just like shitting on the fans. Yeah. I, I mean, what if they make the finals? I mean, they're going to lose, but that'll be like fun. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like when the Sixers made the finals with Iverson or like when the Nets made it. You know, sure. everybody's gonna, they're going to go like, with oh, Jason Kidd. remember yeah. that time the Raptors made the finals? Yeah. Like, that's what we'll be saying. But um, I, I don't want to, I'm not a Raptors hater. Yeah. I just, I don't, I just don't think that they're, I don't think that they're good enough. Again, I look at it in terms of like best player on the court. Right. And I think they have a good draw right now. But uh, if they make the finals, they're not going to win. But the Raptors right now, are we, are we are we going a little crazy because they're playing the Wizards? Like they they've beaten down the Wizards like good point. every every year. Like the Wizards get embarrassed in the playoffs by somebody. I think if they make it to Eastern Conference Finals and Cavs are there, I think they could beat the Cavs. I think they're the biggest problem for well, Cavs. They would play I think. the Cavs next round. Oh, right. is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oof, that's going to be rough. For no, Cavs it later. will be rough for the Cavs because they have a good team. They're way deeper. Yeah. They've played together longer. They have a better coach. Like, absolutely. But then it's basically what it is is LeBron James versus Toronto. Like, versus the coach, the roster, the Drake. fans, for everything. Yeah, everything. It's just LeBron James versus – it's LeBron James versus Indiana right now. Yeah. And it'll be LeBron James versus whoever makes it, and the, the, the Sixers. And it'll be LeBron James versus the Warriors or the Rockets. And then eventually he's going to lose and it's going to be like, fucking douche, what a choker. You yeah. know, like, but absolutely, they have a they, – you, you don't end up first in the conference yeah. without having a great team. All-around great team. Yeah. Well, the Celtics surprised me yesterday. I thought that was a game that Milwaukee would steal. And, yeah. dude. They have a great coach. Probably the best coach in the league, perhaps. Well, I mean, some would argue Popovich and all his rings. But uh, I, I'll tell you what, man. The Celtics but There was good. a time when Popovich was a young coach. True. Didn't have any rings. So, Well, regardless, the Celtics look great. Yeah. Jalen Brown's playing. I mean, he looked great yesterday. The whole the whole team, dude, I'm impressed how they're playing. Like, I thought this would be a series that I would have probably picked Milwaukee to win. But now they're up two. And, and granted, Milwaukee could take the next two at home. but They could, but I think they're just too inexperienced. In they're too inexperienced, yeah. and they are based entirely around one guy who has to play out of his mind, yeah. who still hasn't found his perimeter shot. He, you know, he hasn't taken that leap as a player. He's a, an incredible player and will be, you know, a, an all-world player in the next few years. But he's still—it's still early. He still yeah. hasn't found his shot. And when you're going up against a coach like Brad Stevens, all Brad Stevens has to focus on is not letting him dominate the game to the point where they win. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, You're absolutely it, it's, right. it's even, it's even like, okay, we can let him get 35, yeah. but we can't let him get 35 in a bunch of assists. We can't let him dominate us on the defensive end. We have to make him work really hard on the defensive end yeah. so that he's less, you know, he has less energy on the offensive end. It, it, there's so much strategy that goes to attacking a player like that. And I think Brad Stevens is a good enough coach where he goes, that's, 
That's yeah. what I'm going to do. It's not quite the same thing, but I remember years, you know, Jordan has such a difficult time beating uh, Pistons, you yeah. know, and uh, they just focus on Jordan, you know, and this is something the Milwaukee have to learn, but man, they got some talent with that kid. I don't, I don't. I don't say his name right. Giannis or how do you Giannis? Yeah, Giannis. You actually Man. did say it great. Uh, Boy, he was amazing. But you know who's been a bust for them is Bledsoe. As far as the pickup, I mean, I don't know if he's been a bust. No, but but he's not. He's not doing what they need him to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you're following all this and all. Yeah. You know, and how he's reacting about Rozier and all this. I was also very impressed with. They, they changed their coach in the middle. Like I just think they're sure. not there yet, and I think. Much of that team may or may not be there. The coach, the yeah. rest of the guys around Giannis, but it's going to be him and Middleton. And, you know, they have players that are set up yeah. for the future, but it's about building a team around him. Sure. It's still early. Yes. A guy like LeBron James, and I know, like, everybody wants me to stop sucking LeBron James' dick, but it's like you have to, when you're comparing a guy who could be the next LeBron James, well, who do you want me to talk about? You know what I mean? Yeah. LeBron James was a guy who, when he was super young and ha- and went up against uh, a Celtics team with a good-ish coach and a great roster, they were, they were like, what the fuck just happened? He just scored 25 points and took over the game. Not every player can do that at – how old is Giannis? Like fucking 22 or whatever? Some, whatever. Yeah, 20, some, really some young. absurdly young age. Like you can't expect him just because he had a great season. You can't expect – 23. You can't expect a guy who's 23 to be able to take on that and just go, I'm going to elevate to the complete next level. Well, and let's look at his box score from yesterday 30 points, 13 of 17 from the field, nine rebounds, eight assists, and they still lose by 14. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, what else can he do? Yeah. That's an amazing stat line. Yeah, of course it is. But again, we're talking about. We're talking about like it's a great comparison to the LeBron where he scored 25 points in a quarter. Do you know what I mean? That's what they need him to do. Against and it's, the com- it's com- yeah, and yeah. it's completely unfair. But what they need him to do is be 50 and 12 and 8 and 5 blocks. Like they need him to do that and he's just not ready to do that yet. Yeah. And 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 he shouldn't have no one should ever have to do that. Yeah. But LeBron James had to do that today and they won by 3. Well, I was very impressed by the way the Heat bounced back in the second game. And Dwayne Wade, yeah. man. Jesus Christ, he's 10 years younger in this uh, series. Like, where, where did it come from? I mean, he just he looked great. And that's a huge that's a huge win because, like Prano keeps saying, I think it's a great point. The longer these series go, it just affects the next series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if the Sixers take that game and they're up 2-0 and, you know, they, they close at that series and them winning that, that series in five versus this going to six or seven yeah. completely changes them in the future. And just even Embiid on Instagram fucking trolling his own team. It's like, yeah, like Dwayne Wade was like, fuck you guys. It's 1-1. Now we're going back to Miami. And you're you you got your star on your bench. Like it, it's almost a power play by Wade if Embiid does play. You know, I didn't I, I really didn't pay attention to Philly team for a while and I only saw the first game, but that kid, Ben Simmons, he's something else, man. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's fantastic. He's something else. I went down a Simmons uh Wikipedia rabbit hole the other day, and obviously I knew he's from Australia. Yeah. But I would love to know how him grow like he legitimately grew up playing rugby, playing uh what is it, Aussie rules football. Mm-hmm. 
how that's affected his game. He just seems so cool and composed. He's never he's never flustered. Yeah. Like he's going to be a major star. Yeah. He's LeBron James light as far as as far as I mean he doesn't have the jump shot of course and LeBron didn't either. Yeah. But wouldn't you say he's LeBron light as far as Absolutely. his build, his, his build, game, yeah. pass first mentality. Absolutely. Absolutely. He he does he he needs to work on his jump shot a lot. Um, he needs to get to the point. Like LeBron wasn't the outside shooter he is now, but he wasn't a doesn't take a jump shot ever guy. Yeah, and and that's a testament to how good Simmons is too. He's, you know, at times dominating NBA games without making eight footers. He's not yeah. making eight footers, let alone eighteen footers or well, twenty five footers. I thought Charles Barkley said something great the other day on TNT. He was saying, "Look, dude." The first game, I think, I want to say Ben Simmons had 17 assists. He goes, the way you beat them, you force you force Ben Simmons to score. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't force, he's like, you're not going to beat them. If Ben Simmons has 17 assists, you're not going to beat them. That's, and it's exactly what I said about Rondo. Yeah, you force him to score. If, if Ben Simmons has 25 points, he's saying Miami probably wins that game. Yeah, well, we don't know. Sure. Because he doesn't ever do it. And no one ever forces him to score. But it's certainly a strategy. It's certainly worth trying. Well, he had 24 points right. the next game. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's certainly a strategy to go, like, let's see what happens if we just give him shots. Yeah. You know? But let's be honest. Philly's going to win the series. I agree. I think they will, too. But I but I think. It might be six or seven games. But I think, I think that the Heat, you know. With Wade, with Spolstra, like it's a matter of just them. They have experience. Yeah, yeah. putting up a fight. A lot of the uh, the East is going to be a bloodbath. It really yeah. comes down to some of these series are going to come down to who beat who beat up on who more in the series sure. before. And we got to talk about the Pelicans. Holy shit! I mean, they're, they're to me they're without a doubt the story in my opinion. Yeah, of the playoffs so far, and and that's a great example of a team that. Is this Davis's first time in playoffs? I yes. Is it his first it? time in the playoffs? Second? Second? Yeah, Second. it's his okay. first time he's won a playoff game. Correct. Um, great example of a team who has a guy. They ask the guy to do a lot. They Sometimes they ask the guy to do too much. He steps it up. He does too much at, at times, and they still win. But then they have players around him who can also, you know, I mean, Drew Holiday had 33. 33. Drew Holiday wow. had the game ceiling block in game one. Where's, Rondo where's this coming is, from? I mean, Drew Holiday's always been a fucking really talented guy sure. who's, who's, you know, had a hard time finding where he fits in. He's he's sort of one of those hot and cold guys, too, where he has games like this in him. And now with an Anthony Davis, it's like when everybody focuses on that guy like if everybody goes hey let's all stop lebron let's all stop ben simmons let's all stop whoever can another guy step up and and when you talk about like the cavs it's like why doesn't kevin love score 30 every time people try to shut down lebron drew holiday's like yo anthony davis fucked you guys up in game 1 he's just lob dunking on everybody all you're going to do is try to stop anthony davis from getting lob dunks i'm going to score 30 points yeah. Rondo's playing great. Do you think that's one of those things? You see this in sports, and I always find this fascinating. When a star goes down, you know, such as, you know, Aunt, or Boogie Cousins, when he goes down, 
the team get better. Yeah. I, and I know that's crazy to say because we all know how good DeMarcus Cousins is. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying, Brandon? You see it in sports like where you're like, holy shit. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles where the, their star quarterback goes down. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Eagles were playing fantastic. Like, sure. They didn't get better when he went down. And, and you know? way, I'm not saying that the Pelicans at any rate are but, better. But the Pelicans are better. But they, they've been better. They've been they've been, been, they've been yeah. statistically better. Their record's been better. I think this is known as Bill Simmons' uh, Ewing theory. Yeah, which yeah. is a, a offensive theory to me, and I'll and I and I'll <laughs> tell you why. But it, it, no, I and it is it, you know Bill Simmons refers to it as the Ewing theory, and and it's the reason I don't want Jeff Van Gundy to be the head coach of the New York Knicks. The reason the Knicks were better when Ewing went down is because they had Sprewell, they had Allen Houston, yeah. they had Marcus Camby, and they were still playing the same style of basketball when Ewing was in there as they were playing six years before when they had Derek Harper, Charles Oakley, John Starks, and Patrick Ewing because Jeff Van Gundy was a assistant coach on Pat Riley's team and everything ran through Patrick Ewing. Now Patrick Ewing is at the end of his career and he's still a top five center in the league, but he doesn't belong having the whole offense run through him. So when he was out, they just go, well, we have to go through Sprewell, which they should have been doing the whole time anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't really on Ewing. It was on bad coaching. But I'll say this. Sometimes, especially with like this Pelicans team, when you have Davis and Cousins, it's a lot happening in the middle of your offense. And when you, Sometimes you, you, they're, they're kind of overlapping. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're certainly overlapping style players. They're both big men who, yeah. with perimeter shots. Who, you know, Boogie's always been a guy who needs the ball, wants the ball. Sure. Davis is certainly the guy that you want to get the ball. Yeah. And it just becomes, you know, sort of a logjam there. And they, it, it's hard not to want to have both of those guys. But at the same time, you're like, Anthony Davis is in the process of making the leap. Yes. And. I don't need anybody that's saying like, oh, I know he's making the leap, but like, I need my 15 shots. I'm like, dude, I'm all in on this guy fucking yeah. making the leap. So then where does that – I mean, I know that it's a ways away because the rehab, that's a long rehab. Where does that leave them for the future then? You know, Do they want Boogie back? Well, it's also a matter of who wants Boogie. Sure. And there, there's – Is he free uh, this coming summer or is he free agent? I don't. I don't know because because let, let's just play. Let's play this out. Yeah. Let's play this out right here. Let's say the Pelicans win this series, right? That's a what? That's a three six, I believe, right, Prano? Yeah. So let's say they win the series. They would then face Golden State in the second round, who we haven't talked about. But there's nothing really to say. Golden State. Yeah. They're walking all over the Spurs. Golden State's gonna beat them in the second round. Agreed? Yeah, but yeah, but that could be a fight now. You think? Yeah. That could be a fight, and I'll tell you. And for a couple of reasons, one, this is a guy that Anthony Davis is a style of of player that you you can start getting into. Like, let's trade twos. You know what I mean? Like, let's go down low to him, where it's high percentage shots. Yeah. Usually, three always greater than two. Right? I'm not saying do do I give the Pelicans a chance to beat the Warriors? Probably not. Yeah, but. It's the kind of game where – and also, don't forget, Alvin Gentry, who is the coach of the Pelicans, was a Steve Kerr assistant in Golden State, was a Mike D'Antoni assistant with the Suns. Like, Alvin Gentry knows exactly what Golden State is doing because we, we all remember Alvin Gentry fucking stealing the microphone after the first championship and being like – don't forget to thank Mike D'Antoni for this. This is his offense. And then, like, walked out and fucking went and took another head coaching job. So 
do I think that they could beat him? No, but do I think they they could fucking you know even if even there's no fu- pressure on them yeah. either. And even yeah. a five yeah, game it's series, a good point. they're playing with house money. Like a difficult five game series is you know that that can still put some some wear on your tires. Yeah, it's almost like Giannis kind of look what um, New Orleans doing, like. It's the, he could have a similar career path within a year or two when they go back to playoff. Hopefully, you know what I mean, because oh, okay. Anthony Davis, you know, it's like he is the star. Absolutely, and, you know, and it's fun. Dude. Anthony Davis. I mean, I, I think he's a great leader because they could have just made excuse like we lost Boogie, so you know, fuck the season, but they didn't. That's what I'm saying, and it's I fun think that, watching. Fun. I think it's fun watching him progress. And the team got better when the owner died. What's his name for yeah. that? Um, <laughs> New Orleans. Yes. The guy he also didn't he also own the Saints. Yeah. There was so much problem because that his daughter and um, the guy's wife they were fighting over the team. There's all this crazy okay. backstory, almost yeah. like WWE going on over there. You know, he was losing his mind, and all he was having is like heavy sugar diet or something. Yeah. Um, you know, so maybe the with his death stability is back in the franchise. <laughs> you know what I love about Yoshi? This is what I love about Yoshi. Yoshi's like, oh, I have no clue what team like a star would be on, but he knows the diet of the yeah. <laughs> former owner of the Pelicans. You know, to go back to your question, what you were saying about Boogie, it's like, where does this leave them? Situations like this always remind me of Linsanity. And I said it when Lynn Are you Sand- saying that because I'm here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always remind me of Lynn Sanity, yes. Yoshi. Uh, I always said Lynn, about... Lynn-, Lynn Sanity was you running over a homeless guy yeah. and driving off into the sunset. Yeah. <laughs> when Lynn Sanity was happening, I was always saying about the Knicks, I go, you know, it's not going to happen. But like when we're, they were four, three, four, five games in and, it, and Lynn Sanity had taken hold, I was like... This this chink is all right. Yeah, yeah. I said, <laughs> I said this could change the team. Like if if somehow this guy can manage to like go undefeated. Yeah. Until Carmelo gets back. How many did they win under Lin Sanity? Eighteen. Well, I, I don't remember. No, they didn't win eighteen straight games. But they won. I, he I, did something we haven't seen in a long time in New York City, which is excitement to yeah. that team. But also, know? remember it, how many Asians were showing up to Madison oh, Square? Yeah. But also, it was which is amazing because they're spending all day making a basketball <laughs> and sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you the time I got into the NFL draft? And I was number 10,000, whatever. They only take the first six, 7,000. Oh, and to go see the NFL draft? Yeah, when the year that uh, Andrew Locke was picked first. And I remember the head security guy who was walking around with uh, uh, Roger Goodell. And um, he remembered, to, he kept the promise about two weeks before that I'll get you in. And he took me from the 10,001 to number 10. And everybody's yelling, like, how come he get the cut? And he told everyone, this is a. Uh, Jeremy Lin's older brother. So, like, that's the only reason I got in. That's the only reason I get in. And, like, oh, this motherfucker. But, like, start taking pictures with everyone because like, they're amazing. huge next. Yeah, so. Because they want pictures with Jeremy Lin's brother. Older brother, yes. <laughs> so, you went to the NFL draft? Yeah, that's the only time. Um, Andrew Locke was picked first. And what's his name for DC? Um, I met, uh, RG3. Yeah, I met him too. He was very nice. But, like, even before, I met him at the Tonight Show. And then. Ooh, I just thought, man, he just looks like my height. Yeah. How the hell he's going to hit get a hit in NFL? Yeah. yeah. I just didn't, wasn't a believer. You know, he was a nice guy and he got hit and I uh, feel bad for him, but I'm trying to find this this timeline. So, they, I, I I mean, I think they want what? But, but I'm trying to see like like a 20 game like they want they had lost in a row. Like, yeah. They 
They had no, lost. but they but, well the the Lin Sandy where he was scoring like thirty points a game it was like four games. Yeah, but but they won a bunch of games in a row. I think they won like seven or eight games in a row. And let's be honest. And then they also went like between that and Carmelo Anthony coming back, they won like all but two of their games. Mm-hmm. And my point was, if if this guy like okay, Linsani is one thing, but Carmelo is going to come back and ruin. Right. It. And then I said, but wait, if this kid can somehow go undefeated, like how does he come back and not like defer? And not play. And then I was like, oh, I know how he does because he's Carmelo fucking Anthony. And he doesn't give a shit. This guy scores 50 points a game for three weeks straight, which is the question with Boogie. Is like if if Boogie's watching this and going like, oh, if I just come back and fit in and just be a piece on Anthony Davis's team, like we actually could win a championship. That's not going to happen. But he's Boogie Cousins. That's not going to happen. He's just like Carmelo Anthony. He's Boogie Cousins. Well, Carmelo's not going to let some chink run the team. It's just not going to happen. Let's be honest here. I don't know how many they won. They won the first seven games in a row. Yeah. uh, When he started, and he was averaging in that, in the first six games, 26.8, which brings the bigger question. That is amazing. uh, I'm saying, which brings the bigger question about Jeremy Lin. I mean, this is for sure a thirty for thirty in the making. How does this happen? How does he play so well? Well, we all know the answer to that question, right? You're going to say your boy D'Antoni? It is. It's a hundred percent. Because everywhere else he's gone, he will had not did not have Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> he's just. I think you're right. I, of course, I, 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 I concur. Mike D'Antoni will turn Wait, a you fucking- what Yoshi. Concur. Okay. Mike D'Antoni will turn a smart point guard that understands what he's trying to do. Yeah. Into a completely different player. I mean, Linsanity is one thing, and Steve Nash is incredibly skilled. Yeah. But, like, we all agree that Steve Nash was never going to be a fucking, you know, uh, an MVP until Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. He did it two years in a row, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and he was great with, you know, Dallas, but he, but like, he wasn't. Steve Nash. He yeah. was like, oh, the floppy haired like Canadian guy who's like pretty good with Dirk because like they got a thing and they were like boys, but like he he does this. Yes. Yeah. I mean Chris Duhan had twenty assists in a game. Chris Duhan. You guys remember Chris Duhan, right? Yeah, former Duke player. Chris fucking Duhan. Yeah. And now uh, James Harden is like the best offensive player in the NBA. Well, none of that shit matters if he fucking choke in the playoffs, right? Right. Let's be honest. You're here. right. And, Absolutely. Um, he might get MVP, but let's be honest. It's it's these guys. You're right. The guys like LeBron. What you know? And I still think he's going to go to the final. You know. Who's that? LeBron. Calvin Leach. Yeah. I think he would just force his will on whoever he's playing, and he's going to make it happen. I don't think he could beat. Well, unless uh, unless something really weird happened, Western Conference where. They get complacent and get beaten by, I don't know, Houston or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's not that predictable. uh, A playoffs for the first time in a few years. Tonight, when you watch LeBron, that was fun for me. me Normally, you know, we're all busy doing shit. I don't normally get the game from tip off. For me to watch that and and watch that live and to be focusing like I was, I wasn't on my phone or fucking computer. For me to just watch the first three minutes of that game where he is just willing himself and not just, you know, it wasn't all just drives to the basket. LeBron was hitting threes. He was yeah. hitting pull-up jumpers. To watch that, you have to fucking appreciate that. LeBron will. James is a, 
an incredibly smart basketball player. I think in of all the basketball players I've ever watched, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say he's the smartest basketball player I've ever seen because I think there's a lot of guys like a John Stockton who yeah. aren't as physically gifted and are and only can achieve what they do because of how smart they are. But LeBron James is the combination of being a freak athlete and he's very intelligent, being yeah. intelligent yeah. and having that that sixth sense about basketball. I think LeBron James, the way first, like Tyron Lue said, we need LeBron James to come out hot tonight. Was that hot enough for you, yeah. Le- Tyron Lue? Can you fucking learn to coach a goddamn basketball team? But I think part of LeBron James' game one and part of how smart LeBron James is, it, and again, he had a 24-point triple-double in game one, but I think he knows he can't come out and score. It, it's not sustainable to say I'm going to score 50 points every night and win an NBA championship. It's just not. Yeah, It's not sustainable. So at some point... He has to come out and say, look, I'm going to be LeBron James. I'm going to have a 25-point triple-double. I'm going to pass the ball. I'm going to rebound the ball. I'm going to step up my defense in the playoffs. I'm going to score. But you guys have to carry the load a little bit because that's the only way this is actually going to work in the long term. And they fucking let him down in game one. And so in game two, he's like, I'm going to do it myself. And now we go to a game three. He's like, okay, we're back to even. I had to do a LeBron James thing to get us to even. And now, guys— in game three, I'm going to give you another fucking chance. You got to make some shots. This isn't sustainable for four rounds of the NBA playoffs for me to just carry the entire yeah. fucking city of Cleveland on my back. Kevin Love, wake the fuck up. In situations like that, that's uh, I'd like guys like Jordan and Larry Bird because he personally threatened his teammates, you know, and maybe this is something that he needs to do. Literally, I mean, his teammate have to fear him more than the team that they're playing against, you yeah. know, so... Um, it's entertaining. It wasn't good for me for the fucking bidding purpose, but... Um. Sorry, Yoshi. Well, Yoshi, I got some good news for you. We... Uh-huh. By the way, I, I was shocked that uh, Kawhi Leonard murdered Popovich's wife. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Like, that was the biggest surprise of all. Shoo, shoo, <laughs> Yoshi. Woo. That's a bigger bomb than That's fucking a Yoshi. Hiroshima, bro. Whoa, thank you. <laughs> Well, Yoshi, I got good news for you. You can uh-huh. save some money right. if you use our promo code SeatGeek to go to any games or any concerts. I know I know you're you're a guy who likes to go to a ton of different live events. What we're gonna do is Joe is and he? I, Yeah. <laughs> well Joe and I have talked about going down to Orange County to see uh Shohei Otani. Oh, gonna, I would love to do that. Yeah, and, and we're gonna get our tickets on SeatGeek. Yep. We can see we can see exactly where we're gonna sit. That's what I love about it. We'll go down to Angel Stadium. When when they were playing Mariners and when the Mariners were shit and Angels were shit, what I used to do is buy the cheapest ticket. And when I see a group of rich Japanese people walking into, I just walk behind them and get the nice seats. Yeah. Because they would never stop us for, because we don't speak English. But I can't fucking do that because Ichiro's back and Otani's on the Angels yeah. game. So and also they're going to check the tickets. And also sure. they'd stop you because Ruther will be wearing like a Harambe mask. So yeah, they'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, Dirtballs, you guys can join us too. Or go to any of your live events. We got some great tweets re- recently. I saw we had one. A dirtball used promo code dirty to attend tonight's uh, Rockets T Wolves game down in yeah, Houston. Nice. I saw some NHL tweets. So dirtballs, take advantage of this great offer we have now with SeatGeek. It's only for sports, or no? It's for everything. Sports, concerts, Broadway shows, Broadway, Broadway shows, you name monster it. Monster truck rallies. Yeah, it's all there, Yoshi. All our listeners get twenty dollars. Ice dancing events. Yeah. Twenty dollars 
highlight hit and run derbies. All our oh. listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter our promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first We're going to use purchase. promo code DIRTY on this Friday, 420, to go to the Dodgers-Nats game, right? That's right. We are going to use it. What's going on with Nationals? They're struggling, aren't they? Yeah. They're the fucking, fuck? they're cucks. <laughs> they used it there, didn't you? Yeah. They're cucks, huh? Yeah. Are you excited about Otani? You got to be excited. We're excited. Now, we want to do this thing called Cultural Appropriation Day. You know, I I found when he was coming to uh, Major League Baseball, I thought he was going to go either Yankees or hopefully for Mariners. Yeah. And the rumor I heard that he went to Angels because I hope it's not true, but it pisses me off. Um, he's supposed to like Disney. So uh, like, totally. Have you been to Di- Dude, have you ever been God. there? Asians love that shit, bro. I haven't been there since 1988. <laughs> I hate that shit. I forgot Yoshi's like seventy. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture Shohei Otani at Disney every day taking pictures over and over and over again of the same shit. Yeah. He's incredible though. He's I incredible. Mean, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure that uh, many of the uh, baseball fantasy players are just losing their mind because what what is he? Is he a pitcher or hitter or yeah. how, he's how much position fluid? He's trans fluid. Or he's uh not trans fluid, he's he's position fluid. Are you are you following? Yoshi's not picking up on this. Okay, Yoshi, we want to do cultural appropriation. All right. Do you know what that means? Do yes. you know the term cultural appropriation? When you guys rip off black people, well, or Asians in or this Asians. case. In this case, I want to wear. You know, I have my my headband. Right. I want to wear a kimono. We want to go to an Asian restaurant. We want to go. He's gonna wear a kimono with a kimono dragon on his shoulder. Yes. <laughs> we want you and we're to join go us. To, we're gonna all you can eat sushi. What do you think? Down and then, and then we're going to go to watch Shoei Otani pitch, and then we're going to do the I'll strip go. club, and we're only going to get Asian lap dances. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? Will you join us? What, what's the date? Well, we and we're going to stay out all night and then get dinner I mean, I, in the I, if I'm in town, I would go with you guys, of course. Okay, because we need an Asian with us because then we just look racist. Yeah. If, if, if you come with us, we don't look nearly The whole I'll, idea I'll is very, very racist, on my so head. we're not going to just look racist. We're yeah. going to be racist. Yeah, the whole idea is extremely but racist. you're going to yes. be there. Yeah. Cut that. Yeah, you're going to cut some of that tension. Cut that with a little Asian. You but know you don't mean? like Asian girls. What do you mean? I don't like... What do I like? What do you like, Yoshi? It's it's weird because if it's Asian girls, I kind of probably prefer Japanese Japanese girls. Not Japanese a- Japanese, not Asian Americans. Cheeseburger cheeseburger. Ah, <laughs> you mean like from Tokyo? Because when you hit them, they don't report on you. <laughs> Jesus, they know better. Yoshi, this is the Me Too movement. What are you doing? I'm joking. I know you are. Okay, let's talk about. These games overseas, not even overseas, just out of America. I like this. I want more of these. The, the Wait, what games are going? What are we talking about? Are baseball. we talking about the games in Puerto Rico still? Yeah. Yeah. Overseas. <laughs> you know, out of the country. We, first of all, we covered this literally last episode. It is not out of the country. I don't think we it covered is. this last episode. Yeah, we did. I we, don't. I don't. We covered that you didn't know what kind of fucking money Puerto Rico uses, and we told you that Puerto Rico is the United States of America. Wait, we covered. Games not played in the States? No, we covered Puerto Rico specifically because our new intern, Benny the Jet, we're Twitter, I don't know if it's Puerto Rican. I don't, I don't I, know if it's good playing Puerto Rico. I mean, you have to play baseball in complete darkness. I do know that. Yeah. That's true. You know. They forgot about Puerto Rico. Have you been to Puerto Rico? Yes, years ago. San Jose? San Juan, sorry. San Juan. Not San Jose. San Juan. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah. I've been there. What's the, what's the hooker scene like in Puerto Rico? Did you get any hookers? No, but they were pretty aggressive at a couple of the hotels we were there. <laughs> it was my friend's like 
bachelor party, but they're really super Christian, and I, I couldn't do it. Yoshi's friends Wait, are super, super Christian hookers. No, 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 no. Oh, my friend was super I was like, super Christian. How do su- I was like, how do super Christian hookers get paid? Do they put out a little basket? <laughs> it's another one that nests no one. I got it. I got to, it. We have way now. too many people in here for that. Yeah, not to get one yeah, single laugh. Yeah, there's there, there's a lot going on here. Can we, can we talk about? I did the hand gesture. Can we talk about hand? But 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 I, th- I I think you're right. There's need to be more games overseas because I think. The, Many of the teams and, and they're making money from baseball, but the fan base are getting older and older. This is just a reality with baseball. Well, not only that, so they need new fans overseas. Yeah, you know, they, it's 162 games a year. You know, the NF if the NFL can do that many fucking games in London and they play a 16 game schedule, I think this is great to do more games in well, Asia. But it, you're yeah. you, you're not considering the fact that between football games, there's a week off. Okay, fair between enough. Between baseball, that's why they've always done. You know, when they play the Japanese series or whatever, it'll be like the first week. Yeah, it'll be like a week before the series starts, uh, the season starts. Right. Two teams will go over there. They'll play a three game set. Then they'll have three days or four days off to travel, right. come back, and then get reacclimated to the season. But why not just do then like? Uh, Three-game homestand in uh, Tokyo. They, they need to do Asia. Because then uh, think about how long the travel is back from Tokyo. But but I think... I you think, have a day off and then come back and play the... You're going to play two days later? But from the East Coast, if they go to Europe, you know, for sure. the mo- most of the East Coast teams, it's about seven-hour flight. Yeah, absolutely. But now we're talking about like going to London or something like that. They, like they really No one gives a fuck in England well, about you baseball. Know, Baseball's literally like spitting in their face like we came here and we fucking started literally just this game and we're gonna just but now we're coming back and we're gonna eat apple pie and we're gonna shit on your flag i i think um only one country in europe that is uh have uh, some love for baseball is netherlands yeah netherlands yeah. the dutch play and baseball. ireland aren't bad like they should go to ireland go to ireland, ireland netherlands ireland, netherlands and uh in asia that you consider places like australia and new zealand as well and japan of course yeah. but uh, what i don't understand that they should be more aggressive with china because it's the biggest market yeah you know they fucking use chopsticks how much more difficult is it to try to hit the fucking you know what i mean like <laughs> NBA is just dominating China. Absolutely, it's the number one sports game. I mean, I, I think I think what could be a uh, a nice play is it. I'm so you know, racist. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. I what could be a it. nice it's play if, if they wanted to go worldly would be to have like a, a a class A ball like league. Like there's a Pacific Northwest. You know, there's a New York Penn League. Is like have a Chinese league, right? And and have guys that are definitely not getting called up to the big leagues. If a guy moves from A to Double A, it's like fine. He can take a day off and fly from China back to fucking yeah. you know Vegas or whatever. Um, but you know, have have a ball in China. Yeah. Have an a have a fucking short A season. And I don't understand why we don't have uh, teams playing in, in Israel, and because those fucking Palestinians are always throwing rocks at Jews, you know, like they looks like a pretty good at throwing. And, uh, come on, let's be honest, they look pretty. They seem to have a pretty good arms, you know what I mean? And wasn't David um, a Jew? Of course, he beat Goliath with a uh, sling, right? Yeah, yeah. so there's a slingshot. Slingshot. So there's a lot of that shit. So Yoshi's getting I, biblical on us. Yeah, yeah. So we. we there's a lot of talented you're right, people. You're everywhere. right, Yoshi. The fictional character from the the <laughs> guy in the clouds fucking book about the slingshot against the giant. All right, the Palestinians. They're good at throwing rocks. Israel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't ever question Yoshi. Everything he says makes sense. But we got to talk about Kenley Jansen for a second. Sure. Because I also Trevor fi- got a mic. Yeah, I also find it interesting when 
Because you see, you see this all the time, Prano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time when closers just lose it for multiple games. Or but I thought he got hurt uh, during the preseason, I thought. Uh, spring training, I thought. He, I thought he, he got hurt. No, no, he didn't. He, he just didn't? He blew one save mm-hmm. all of last year. He's already blown two this year. And that doesn't include other but who could keep outings. that kind of record? Don't you think that was an anomaly for No, him? I agree. But he's he's been pretty consistent. Hmm. I was looking at his numbers where, you know, he'll blow five or six games saves a year. I mean, he's way ahead of that pace, though. Yeah, but... But, but, as, but my question to you as a baseball guy, as a manager... Yeah. You know, he's had a pretty horrific start. Yeah. What, 15 games in. Do you say, dude... No. Absolutely not. Okay. You have with a closer, it's a mentality. Okay. So you have to you have to ride with him until you're out. Gotcha. And then you're out. But if you start going like, hey, maybe you start pitching the eighth, and this guy like now you're going like, so here's the deal. Your role is big swinging fucking dick on this team. But we're yeah. not sure you're the big swinging. Dick. Like that's it. You're yeah. already you're already in this guy's head. It's already over. You may as well fucking shut it down. Closers. It, and look, I hate saying this because fucking I hate the Yankees, but guys like Mariano Rivera are once in a lifetime. Sure. You know, guys like John Franco, who even who was like a lefty and did it for a super long time. Lee Smith, who did it for a super long time. Dennis Eckersley. Yeah, Dennis Eckersley. Those are guys. Look at a guy like Smoltz, who's obviously a starter, become reliever. It's, it's really difficult to be that. Think of all of the big names closers that have come and gone yeah. like like in in a matter of three years like billy wagner is the fucking shit and then you're like yeah. well that was a fun three years of baseball <laughs> you know she can't get out he's trapped by our lights yeah it's all right but like billy wagner is the fucking shit or eric gagne is the shit or yeah. uh brian wilson Remember brian wilson he's was back out. by the way brian wilson was a fucking superstar uh, by the Isn't way, the, 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 the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson, will be back before Is the Brian fucking Wilson Giants. Is Brian Wilson not back? No. He threw out an opening pitch. I saw him trending. I was like, Brian Wilson's pitching? But okay. Do you remember when Brian Wilson was like dressed up as a Yeti going to the ESPYs and then 16 months later was out of baseball and think, like not yeah, talked about it? I think it? he was homeless on Mildred. Yeah. But that's just what closers... That's just what happened with close. You can only throw so hard for gotcha. so long. There's a there's a lifespan. There's a ceiling. Absolutely. And I think part of it is the mentality, and part of it is your stuff, and part of it is overuse. How often can you ask a guy to come out every single night and fucking deal? And it's why guys who have certain pitches, Mariano Rivera's cutter, um, John Franco's sinker. It's why guys like that can excel, whereas guys who are just relying on, I'm going to come throw fucking gas, don't they achieve don't, they it. Don't, they don't last. Up. No, no, you know, Mariano was not Brian Wilson. Mariano was not Araldus Chapman. Mariano was not Billy Wagner. Mariano was like, I throw 95, but that shit is moving in on your hands, and I am breaking motherfucking bats. Yeah. John Franco was like, I'm going to get ground balls. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough. Do I think Jansen's done? No, but you got to factor in how much he fucking pitched last year. It's a shelf life, yeah. Yeah. I get it. That makes total sense. It sucks, though, because you see it all the time. 
You just see like you're like you're watching. Who was the dude on the fucking? Uh, remember the guy that was on the Phillies? Who's it? Oh. Brad Lidge. Yeah. I think like I can't even remember his name. There was a time where Brad Lidge, like Brad Lidge, is dominant. But, but that's my point. Is is you're watching? That's why it's kind of depressing. You watch these closers. You watch their demise, basically their end of their career, right before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Where you don't see, you can, on a lot of uh, athletes, you can see their slow decline. But on this, you know what I'm saying? So you don't, you don't think it's a physical thing? I think it's, I think it's, it's physical and mental. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I think it's physical, mental, guys seeing them a lot, overuse. I don't think it's necessarily physical in terms of like, oh, he's breaking down. Okay. It's just like overuse. And, you know, is it like it's, there's a shelf life. Yeah. I mean, remember fucking Armando Benitez? Like, think about all the closers we can go go through that, like, for a while were just king shit and then nothing. Gagne won a Cy Young. Yeah. Gagne won a Cy Young. That's some crazy shit to think about. I mean, I'm picturing guys that you're like, what happened to them? Yeah. Is is Axelrod and his fucking mustache, like, are they in baseball anymore? Todd Worrell. Yeah. By the way, Todd Worrell spoke to my English class in college. Yeah. What? Yeah. He, I, I took a sports literature class. What? And he came to speak. Dude, wait, 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 wait. What is that sports literature? What is that? Well, we just, it was a great class. We just read books that were, that were sports books. And he'd want us to, it was a lot of it was like social commentary. So our first paper had to be on the Super Bowl and how the Super Bowl was like a microcosm of America. Everything from the gluttonous, Halftime show to the food to the binging, you know, it's like a psychological reflection of the society. Slaves on the field. <laughs> yeah, I didn't write that. White there. owners. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I and I wrote a big paper about uh, the Bengals owner at the time. But but you know what I remember is Warrell came to our class to speak, and it got so because about when I'm in class, like there's 20 kids in my class, and I think he won. Or was like a two or three time all star. Like he had a decent career. Yeah, for wow. sure. And uh, it ended up just being him shitting on McGuire, which got really weird. And obviously, I'm in school in St. Louis. And I remember him just ragging on McGuire. He's like, these guys are all on the juice. He was one of those guys. They're all on the juice. He's like, I saw Mark recently. He must have not updated his clothes. He's like, because. His neckline on the shirt was about five sizes off when he was on the juice, and now he's off it, and it just turned into this weird, just roasting how McGuire was on the juice, and I was like, but he was right though, yeah, he, he was right, yeah, which is how it affected baseball and how yeah. him he hated it and blah blah blah, but you know that that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, it's good to be. It's I'm so glad we're out of that era because I'm so I have such a baseball hard on again. Well, in that era like that, you. It just it just made not only players, it just made fans angry. It just made everybody angry. Right. And I I didn't necessarily have a problem. Like it was it was super exciting. It was great, yeah. but like but just like the way the the entire way it was handled where everybody's pretending sure. it's not happening, but it is happening and then like some guys don't want to do it and some guys do and like yeah. how that like how that's just like straight up unfair to people who don't wanna fuck up their body for the rest of their lives but are more talented than other people. It's like fucked up. I watched. That's a, why Bud Selig, I, I hope gets. I hope I, he's one, the one person alive. I hope gets cancer and AIDS simultaneously. And then they're like, <laughs> because you can, you can, you can probably beat both of those things at this point with modern medicine. But 
simultaneously hard to beat. Yeah. Simultaneously. I still don't understand why was he allowed to be commissioner and own team at the same time. I don't understand that. Well, he sold the Brewers, right? Yeah. But he didn't sell the Brewers when he was commissioner. He was owner and commissioner. Yeah, I don't. His like daughter was running the team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. And and how fucking how shitty a uh, like baseball person is Bud Selig. The Brewers sucked that whole time. Your owner is the commissioner, and you still fucking suck. Yeah. You know who I want to do a show with again is uh, the Miller brothers. Because I saw... Speaking of Miller Park, yeah. we should do a... But I saw Omar Miller. Who's that? He's uh, he's an actor. He's, he's done a bunch of stuff. He's in he's Ballers. He's the big guy on Ballers. Oh, I'm so- I'm an idiot. I met him. Yeah, he's, he's a great dude. So, so we did a crossover with them a couple of years ago, and I got to hit him up to try to do another Is crossover. He still on a, does he still have that podcast? And uh, Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, what I was, that's what I was getting to. So I was watching uh, a clip from his podcast, and he was going off on A-Rod, talking about steroids. And I was a little surprised, but Omar's, because he was saying I can't listen, he was saying he can't listen to a Rod doing because of steroids, but not because Omar. He's so good though. Yeah, but hold yeah. on, that's not what Omar's saying. And I don't know if there's something that I missed or we missed. He's saying that they're saying fucking A Rod was on juice the entire time. Like they don't know when it started, and that's that's his argument of being like, do we really know how good A Rod is? Because his argument on the on the quick minute that I saw on Instagram, mm-hmm. he was saying we did know how good Bonds was. Yeah, we did know how good these guys were. He's like, I'm telling you. A-Rod might have been on the juice from the minors through that. Like, we don't fucking know. Right. But in A-Rod's defense, and I don't I don't like A-Rod nor sure. care, care for A-Rod. He was in Yankees, like, you know, the, the whole steroids thing. But A-Rod was LeBron James. A-Rod was yes. on the cover of magazines in high school. I know that – I know where A-Rod went to high school. I know what his high school uniforms looked like. Like, we yeah. knew – that A Rod could play. Sure. D- did we know that A Rod could be this? Like, yes, he had the potential. Now, there's a lot of living up to that potential. The thing with steroids, you still have to hit the fucking ball. You still have to hit the ball. Yeah. I, and I always thought he was more talented than Jeter, but Jeter had other intangible qualities to him. Yeah. You know. And he also was more talented than Jeter, and has f- and his stats piss on Jeter's. Yes. Jeter would drown in A Rod's stats. Like it, the the, the Jeter thing is. I mean, even bringing them up in the same sentence is disrespectful to just baseball players and mathematics, statistics in general. You know what I think we need to add to the smut shack to honor A-Rod? We need a centaur with Prano's face. (laughs) I'm serious. We need a centaur with Prano's face. super hairy centaur chest? Yes. To add it to the (laughs) The wall. The salt and pepper centaur chest there. I I want your, your beard like you have now. I love it. I'll also take a picture of me in front of a mirror almost kissing myself. Yes. Let's do it. Well, let's get to some. Also, other- fuck Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, let's go all in on this. Cameron Diaz. But and I've already started juicing. He's, and Madonna when she's 60. Yeah. But he is so good at, uh, as an analyst. I agree. I, I'm really yeah. was surprised. He's I mean, phenomenal. And, and then you see some bit of a personality that's coming out, you know? Yeah. And And I, I agree with you. I think he was naturally very talented player. I remember he naturally was naturally talented, obviously understands the game, obviously studied the game, obviously worked hard. Who knows if he would have hit 700 home runs or 600 home runs or whatever he did without the juice. It's really and he was shocked when he found out that Derek Jeter did not have an MLB package at home because he didn't watch at all. Uh, A-Ross is a great student of the game, you know, yeah. and he's extremely talented because I know Mariners prevent him from signing with a the college. They, you know, they, 
literally stopped him before yeah. he was ready to play. In, I don't know, two year college or four year, but you know. And then when he was playing for Mariners, I remember years ago watching him play. Like, couldn't believe how naturally talented and how lucky we were to have him and Junior playing in the same fucking team for that. Yeah, you know, um, and Edgar and Buner and yeah, it's Cora. Squad. Would you win 115 Brandy games? Randy Johnson and. Something like that, but we choked when the Yankees came to town and just beat them, you know. And uh, were you suicidal? I knew we were in trouble because when we were watching the game, I went to one of the playoffs game, and there was three. Well, you guys beat the Yankees in ninety five in the Old Kingdom. Yeah, they were down, and um, uh, you talk about Mariano. There was a few, like handful of hitters that he just could not. Conquer and Edgar Martinez was one of the guy. Did he hit a three-run home run or grand slam or something against them? Yeah. And, and Tino was on that team too. Yeah, was, Tino, that's right. Edgar, Buter, the following year Griffey, he joined the Yankees. A Rod, fuck. They had offensive firepower. Cora, yeah, yeah. Nuts. That was the closest. I mean, Jamie Moyer, yeah, Randy Johnson. I mean, that team was fucking stacked. Jamie uh, Wilson Moyer. was their catcher, right? Like he was eighty-two years old. They were stacked from Mariners. fucking start, top to bottom. It's crazy. Yeah. But it, but it's 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 a very sad situation for Seattle fans. They just they I just know. they just and I loved Pinella, man. Yeah, I loved him. Yeah, I loved him on the Reds. I loved him on uh, loved him on the Mariners. And when he got really fucking angry with the, I mean, I loved it. I just love watching. Me too. Him. But just like a closer, you know, you can only throw bases for so long. <laughs> <laughs> then you just fall off eventually. You go from throwing them to being like, fuck, I'm just going to kick dirt on them. It's like, no, man, you got to throw them. We got to talk a little NFL, and then we'll get to Ask Yoshi. Not much going on. I wanted to bring up the James Harrison thing real quick. He retired. Hall of Famer, yay or nay, fellas? I don't know his, I like, I don't know his statistics, nor do I even know. Let me, let me pull up his stat line. But even, like, I don't even know that. In the NFL, that you can, like, I wouldn't even know if you told me his career sacks. I wouldn't know where that like ranks him. He seemed like a border. So like, I'm I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Not a whole of him. Just doesn't seem like a standout guy. You know, did it for a long time. Did it at a super high level. Had to play in the Super Bowl. Was you know the anchor of that defense. But like, what does he have? A two Super Bowl championship? One. Uh, no, he's got to have. He's got to have more, right? Because he was with. I mean, I think he has two. Yeah, let me let me try. I'll try to pull up his stats. But I also think, oh, I know for sure he's got a defensive player of the year. Okay, I think I think that's huge. That's, yeah, it's better than Jeter. That's for sure. That's what I'm saying. I think I'm biased because he won it against Seahawks. So, but if you're the best <laughs> in your position, yeah, for a year, for a year, like that, that's gonna that's gonna carry some serious weight. Obviously, what he did. The what ninety nine yard interception? Yeah, return? no, absolutely. Against, what, but I'm just saying whether he know, deserves it or not. Do you think he'll get it anyway? Uh, I don't know. So, don't so know. yeah, so he's a two time Super Bowl champ. Uh, you're right. I don't know where he would sit. Sacks, eighty four and a half, thirty four forced fumbles, eight interceptions, mm-hmm. five time Pro Bowler. Two. He was only a two time first team All Pro, Defensive Player of the Year. I think if he would have won the last Super Bowl, I think he probably would get it. With three, you kind of have to say pushes him over. Yeah, wasn't the MVP of either of those Super Bowls right? No, no, not even that Arizona one. San, I believe Santonio San Holmes was that one. That's right. Uh, yeah, um, years ago. T- 
I'm I'm gonna say no. I like I I honestly don't have a super strong opinion on it either way. But that doesn't seem like a when you think about all the guys in the recent years, mm-hmm. like even on his own team, right? Like Palomalu is gonna be a Hall of Famer. You think so? Yeah, but he well Palomalu deserves it, right? But I'm saying like to me when you think of that defense, like oh he stands out as like. It seems like he'll be a Hall of Famer, but like, yeah, I don't know. Trevor just sent me a stat. He's 52 all time in sacks, so that's nothing impressive. I want to. I mean, I wonder how. I wonder <laughs> what. Unless you you're know. the one getting sacked. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder how many of the top 52 are in the Hall of Fame, but like, yeah. not all of them. Yeah, that's for sure. I want to bring up the Monday Night Football thing, which is what. ESPN still does not have a Monday Night Football crew. You know, obviously, seasons a ways away, but. Farv audition this I'm week. Gonna, I, I'm going to take this opportunity to go to the bathroom, too. I know okay. Yoshi's a giant football guy. We've been do, we're like two hours into the episode, so we're, Yoshi's got this. We're an hour and a half. I love how nobody ever has a gauge at the time frame. So, Yoshi. Yeah. You're a big, I know you're a big football guy. So, Brett Farv auditioned, and apparently it was a disaster. So, he is not going to make the cut. Peyton Manning also doesn't want to do it. So right now they don't have anybody. They they're looking at possibly. I'm looking right here. Do you think they're afraid to think outside of the box because they had? Uh, I mean, Dennis Miller didn't bother me, but but Dennis Miller wasn't the he wasn't the color commentary. I see. That's what I'm talking about here. So they're looking for the color commentary guy, and obviously Gruden did it. Before Gruden was what Ron Jaworski? Yeah. I thought Gruden was great. I, mean, I think I would. I don't know what's Tony Romo's contract, but man, he is so good. I would love to see him Monday well, yeah, Night Football. He couldn't do it, so they're looking right now at Rex Ryan. Ooh, no, but he was terrible last year. He did one game last yeah. year. He did one game last year, and it was without a doubt one of the worst color commentary for any football game I've ever seen. It was awkward. There was a lot of silence. And look, I know it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy calling a game live. But Rex, do, you, do you think somebody from college games, perhaps? Well, this is who they like. Okay. They like Jason Witten and Greg Olson, who are still on NFL teams. <laughs> like, That's this, amazing. This is a problem here. Rex Ryan, yeah. So is that who it's down? Well, it can't, that, that can't be who it's down to, right? Well, whatever. The, this is the New York Post, and it's saying. <laughs> this is from the National Enquirer. Yeah. But don't you think when people see guys like Tony Romo doing and oh, how great he is? Yeah, here's who they have real mm-hmm. quick. And, I, and this is who I do want. They have Kurt Warner, Matt Hasselbeck, Lewis Riddick, and possibly Joe Thomas, who just retired. Who do you want? I love Warner. We, yeah. got, to, we got to see him firsthand when, yeah. when we went yeah. to the NFL I, Network. I, I think Warner's great. He, he's an MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's polished. You can tell he studies his game film. I love Warner. He's he's got studio experience. I think Riddick's pretty good as well. Riddick's good. Yeah, I think Riddick's good too. Um, I, I think you I think you need a former coach or player. So if you get at Warner, let's say you you, you are we talking it. the same guy as Riddick, the G- former GM from the Giants? Not from the Giants. Uh, who am I talking about? It's Lewis Riddick, right? Yeah, uh, Lewis Riddick. Yeah, he I he had I think he might be a former player as well, right? He played for the no, that's a different Riddick. That Riddick is a running back, right? Was it? Yeah. Theo Riddick. That's yeah, Theo, Theo Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, <laughs> different Riddick. It's Riddick from the uh, Vin Diesel movies. 
<laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The, I, no, I know the, you. The Chronicles of Riddick? No, I was, <laughs> you beat me to it. Okay, gotcha. I like Warner, though, personally. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved to have seen Peyton Manning. And they said Peyton Manning would have for sure gotten Gruden's money, which was six and a half mil a season. But, and Peyton turned it down. Is that what I missed? I, I, I think Peyton didn't want it. I think Peyton's got bigger things to work. He I probably wanted to buy a team or something. I, I, yeah. I think Peyton does, too. You know, he sold all like, his know, Papa. Uh, got uh, Papa John's money. And, he sold uh, it all. And his yeah. wife owns Grizzlies, Bud, right? Budweiser money and, uh, you know. Grizzlies? What's Grizzlies? Um, Shopping? Is that, is that a grocery chain? No, Memphis Grizzlies. His wife has, a, has, has, a, has some money in that? I believe so. Peyton Manning? His wife. So Peyton lo- Manning. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> something, something to do with the owner, uh, players not having team or something, but she in, ended up having a chunk of that team. Or That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because it's Peyton Manning's money. Well, yeah. Same difference. Yeah. So you want to buy the Grizzlies? Go ahead. <laughs> So it's Peyton Manning, and uh, his, he's pro- his wife probably has the same amount of shares as Justin Timberlake. Because I know Justin Timberlake has a small percentage of the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So so who are we saying with then? Kurt Warner of those yeah, guys? Yeah, let's go. Kurt Warner. Give him the job. Is but there, but who, who, would you, who would you put a partner with him if well, that's the case? Well, they already have it. The, who's going to – Booger McFarland is going to be – Wait, who did it? They fired – Sean McDonough has, has been fired. He's, he's not doing it anymore. It was Sean McDonough and John Gruden. It seems stupid to have not let McDonough do it. I know maybe he wasn't super well liked, but it seems stupid not to have some consistency and bring in some. Who's Booger? His name's not Booger. Yes, Booger, Booger? McFarland. He does college games. Booger and Kurt Warner are the new Monday Night Football crew. B O O G E R. Booger McFarland. No, I know how you spell Booger. <laughs> Well, obviously, it's not his real not name, <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> Jesus. Nick. <laughs> but, well, I, if that's the case, then fucking, uh, I say Booger McFarlane and Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> I say make them the pair. Any possibility, would you be shocked if they decide to pair, let's say they pick him and somehow pair him up with a woman? Well, that's just a crazy idea. No, of course it's not crazy. Me too. Anything can happen. Bro, you know? In fact, let Jessica Mendoza do it. She has exactly as much experience playing football as she does playing baseball. Shots fired. They're saying, actually, that if Mark Jackson or Van Gundy gets a head coaching job. That chick from Spurs. That Doris Burke. I don't uh, mind Doris Burke. Will slide into that position. I don't mind Doris Burke. It's a, we're, it's a long time ago that we talked about Doris Burke's dick. I like her. Well... Uh, I'll just be open, and I've said this before. I, I, it's 100% sexist. I don't want to hear a female announcer when I'm watching a guy's sport. But basketball is the same. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, but but bas- <laughs> at least I'm honest about it, and I think most guys God, are damn, the same Osama way ben as me. Andy over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I love how Yoshi thinks. Yoshi. Wow. Holy oh, shit. shit. Look, the specifics oh of it, like when you. I'm joking. <laughs> I know. When you boil it down, you know, obviously oh it's a completely different game that's played above the rim. Yeah. But it's the same game, it's the same rules. Like, at least she played fucking basketball. That's mm-hmm. a good point. But- Jessica Mendoza didn't play baseball. She didn't play ever! <laughs> ever! Not once. Never. Never. 
She threw an underhand. The ball's fucking bigger. The bat's different. The field's smaller. It's not the same fucking game. It's probably not the same thing, but... Uh, who, I hate Jessica Mendoza. Who is the GM? I hope Bud Selig fucks her and gives her AIDS and cancer. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to make sure we pull this clip to put, yeah. on, put on YouTube. Th- thanks. I appreciate that, EJ. I, uh, what's the, who is the GM for Astro? The Astros? The dog from Astros. the Jetsons? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I forgot the S. Astros. <laughs> you forget a lot of S's. It's an Asian yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that guy, you know, econ or whatever, basic. But a lot of it, he also had a background in playing baseball fantasy and whatnot. L- look at the way he turned that franchise around. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean... What are you saying, Yoshi? <laughs> Maybe you have to think think outside of the box and have different people. You don't. You. Don't, I'm not saying you should put them because she's are we a talking woman. About woman or just some random dude off the street? Oh, you're talking about Jessica Mendoza. Dad and um, people surprise you, man. Again, you we but we've said this on the show before. wait, hold on. If Jessica Mendoza was some sort of Moneyball whiz, I don't give a fuck if she's in the GM's office. Right. But that has nothing to do with color commentary. Yeah, right. with being a color commentator That's a and like, oh, look at that fucking you know slider from Syndergaard. If he had thrown it upside down when standing on his head, I can imagine how it would have looked. It's like no one gives a single fuck what you think. You never fucking play. they throw the ball underhand. I can't even. Ma- I can't. It, it gets me so angry every time I but, hear her voice. But and Yoshi, the, the argument is, it's like if I suddenly was doing the Olympics and I was doing the color commentary for swimming. Yeah. How would you feel about that? I mean, it depends how good you are with it. Yeah, know? but yeah, but if I never swam at a professional, I would prefer somebody have experience. Be, but that no, doesn't but mean. Think about it. It's even more, like think about it this way. Imagine if Andy was an English teacher. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. imagine me being English teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. English teacher. Yes. English yeah. teacher. You, you, would, you would be amazing. All right. So there we have it. I think. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, we have difference of opinions on this. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm what? not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. That... Well, let's get to ask Yoshi. But before we do that, uh-huh. I want to say, Prano, you're looking nice and fresh with that beard, and I know you've been keeping it. Clean and trimmed so using Harry's razors. Yeah, look at the top. Just Harry razored yesterday. I need look if you look at my face in, in the camera. I need some Harry's razors. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to put on a fresh blade tomorrow. Well, you're actually technically you're going to put on five fresh blades. That's right. Because every single cartridge comes with five blades, including that top one. I see I got some nose hairs, and it's a risky move, but I'm gonna I'm gonna use that that fifth blade up top to trim some nose hairs, dirt balls. Harry's is giving a great deal right now. They've created a trial offer, and you can claim yours by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. If you don't love your shave, Harry's, let Harry's know within 30 days. They'll give you a full refund. So they're putting their money where their mouth is. Harry's is one of those great companies that we advertise for where it's like, why aren't you guys doing it? Are there people that are still going to, like, you know, the Rite Aid and being like, hey, can you open that plastic case? Yeah. I, 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 you got to find somebody. 
I, when I go to my right aid, there's one lady working. Now yeah. I got to get her from coming from behind the counter. Yeah. She's serving ice cream. She's doing all that. I got to yeah. get her to open up the plastic case. You can get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, that weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich leather and shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Listeners, you can redeem this trial set at harrys.com forward slash dirty so make sure you go to redeem your offer and let them know that i sent you and that you're supporting our show we always love the tweets when you guys support harry's and support our sponsors and they have a very funny online commercials too oh cool you've seen their online commercials yes, yes. thanks for the help that was <laughs> <laughs> the mom and dad yes yeah. uh, i'm sure they do well guys let's put on those headphones because yoshi you know what time it is it's that time. Do I have headphones? You should. I think they're here somewhere. Hold on. First it's of all, we gotta get. We gotta make sure Yoshi. Give me. First of all, Yoshi, take off your headphones before you pull this camera down. No, no, I grabbed the wrong ones. That's my bad. Oh. It's that. It's the time where. Oh, there we go. We've put out the uh, the dirt ball signal, the thus signal, and we said, "You guys leave your calls for Yoshi." Oh God! Here we go. So uh, let's do it, Trevor. I think we got we're all good to go. Time for another segment of Ask Yoshi. <laughs> oh, Ask <laughs> Yoshi. <laughs> Look at Ruther's face as he watches that. Oh, I love that. I love doing intro songs. Okay. A Japanese guy won the marathon, by, by the way. I, I, tw- I tweeted from Dirty yeah. Sports for you. He looked like your brother. Does that make you proud as a Japanese man? Interesting. Yeah, last year, he ran a whole race in a panda outfit. I'm not joking. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, for real. For real? Yeah. Interesting. He also ran a race on... Uh... On fire? <laughs> no, I was going to say, he also ran a race on uh, US, was it US Airways? Which, which company he was dragged up and down the aisle? <laughs> no, I failed. United miserably. Airlines, I failed, yes. I failed miserably. I failed miserably with that one. Take the L. Give me the L chain. Was- I just imagine him running the race in the panda suit. Well, like, I imagine the earbuds just listening to panda, panda the whole panda, time. Panda, 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 panda. panda, panda, panda. panda. <laughs> All right, Trevor. Let's- I still listen to panda every day. You, you got the calls right, buddy? All right. Fire up whichever one you want first. Hey, it's Stanga. It's a long-time caller, first-time listener. have a question for Ask Yoshi. More of a would you rather. Would you rather have your dog eat your homework or have your grandma eat your dog that ate your homework? I'll hang up and take my call off the air. Condoms <laughs> are for homeless people on bikes. Stay dirty. Would you rather have your dog... So did your did your grandma eat your dog? That's a really tricky question because you know I found out like ten fifteen years ago that my grandma didn't know how to read and write. That's like a family secret that you know. I thought it was funny, but yeah. they, they were really shamed. But yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I think they did eat dogs back in those <laughs> days. Yeah, yeah. That's not a tough question. I mean, you'd rather th- have your grandma eat a dog. I mean, I, I don't rather, but they did it. So yeah. uh, what is there to? You want to hear something crazy? We're talking I don't about- want to hear the deep black dogs. Come on. Like a black Labrador. <laughs> you wouldn't want her to eat a black Labrador. They're just... Um, black Labrador dog lives matter. They- Jesus. Um- <laughs> <laughs> That's the one Yoshi is offended by. He did a Hiroshima joke like 25 <laughs> minutes ago. Twice, I believe. 
you know Prano, you know, or you did it last night. I, I, you guys know I host that show at a, at a hostel in Santa Monica. Yeah. It's all foreigners. So a couple of weeks ago, we had a full row of young guys from Kazakhstan. And I said, uh, I said. It, was that Kazakhstan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Tomato, tomato. But <laughs> you were like, where are you guys from? And they're like, Kazakhstan. And you're like, I'll go with this. <laughs> I, no, I actually said I can't that. crook Andy because I would have probably said it that yeah, way too. I actually said it. I, that's what I was calling it all show. They, I, I'm surprised they didn't correct me. Uh, but anyway, I said, well, I said to the kid, oh, you know, what's the biggest difference here? And he's like, well, what we eat. Well, we call it Kazakhstan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a ma- one of the major differences. But he said they eat horses. Oh, yeah. And and I thought he was fucking with me. And then he goes, no. And then, of course, the whole room's like, oh, I'm like, this is interesting. And he goes, yeah, you know, it's a normal thing to eat. And I come here and I can't eat horse. And it's just so funny. I'm like, does that bother you? And he goes, yeah. I'd like to be able to eat horse. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this, this feels like an episode of fucking Borat. Like, yeah. w- what are we talking about here? But he was genuinely annoyed that he couldn't eat it is, horse. It is, you know, it, it is a weird, like, distinction that we do sometimes where it's like, can you eat cow? You can eat goat? But oh, you can't she, eat a horse. That's yeah. a good point. The Dothraki eat the horse. Yeah. Game of Thrones reference for my, for my GOT. I, that's right. I remember. You watched the whole fucking thing uh, listen the week, right? Yeah. Well, I got to say, you know, uh, thank God we can't eat horse because I like watching uh, Shannon Sharp every morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's cue Hey, up. Skip. Skip. Give me a carrot and a sugar cube, Skip. Thanks for the question, whoever Come asked. Come on, Skip. Um, but it was, you know. I like on. Shannon Sharp a lot, by the way. I do, too. I really do like doesn't him. doesn't change the fact that he looks and talks like a horse. Yeah. Is he a whole fame? A whole fame? Yeah, he is in the he hall is. of fame. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. You don't watch him enough. He mentions it every morning. <laughs> Where's your gold jacket, Skip? <laughs> Where's your sugar cube, Skip? Hey, what's up? No, go for it, Trevor. You Charlie from Minnesota here. So your infamous Venice Beach homeless incident had me wondering about your other experiences with the homeless. Like, uh, what are the homeless like in other parts of the world? Or is there somewhere you've been where it's even crazier than Venice? Also, have you had any other incidents with the homeless? Uh, Stater, do you guys? Um, 2002, I was in southern France, I think Nice, and uh, was waiting for transfer to another train from there to Barcelona. And I don't know, this is like late night, 11, midnight, 1 o'clock, whatever it is. So I got through. She said, I walked away from the station and uh, was working to a grocery store. One of their convenience stores, you know. And the guy started following me. And I don't know what the fuck he's saying. I don't speak French. So he might have been like, hey, do you need, do you, are you lost? Whatever. I don't know. But the fucker's following me. <laughs> I love that me. you just turned into a valley girl. I don't know. No. <laughs> so I went, I, I went to the shop. I had a bag, multiple bags, and filled up with cans of um, soda drinks, walked out of there, and he came so close. I think he, he might have put a head oh, on his shoulder. Go. I turned and just <laughs> beat him over the head with the bag <laughs> because I don't want to be a victim. So I beat the shit out of him. I just ran screaming like a fucking bitch and went back to the station and got on the train. I don't know, but I freaked out. I freaked out. Wait a second. So you beat the shit. That wasn't very nice of you. Yeah. 
Finally, he was a he was big. I mean, he looked like homeless. I don't know. I just panicked, so like, I'm I'm not going to be fucking victim here. So, so you beat the shit out of him with your sodas. The bigger question is, did you drink the sodas after you beat the shit out of him? After I removed the blood, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't know what happened to that guy. I I don't know, but but my gut feeling was he was going to rob me or do something weird. So yeah. like, yeah. Well, well, Charlie also brings up an ex- interesting point. You know, you've traveled the world. Not only are you a expert at I'm not an expert. Call but... girls. It seems like you're an expert in the, the homeless vagrants that are everywhere. Where would you say are some of the worst cities for homeless? And where would you rank Venice Beach and Los Angeles? I mean, LA probably have to be a top one or two. It's that bad. It's 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 pretty fucking awful, dude. I mean, look, look, I, I don't know why they're family walking dead in Atlanta when they could do in downtown LA. I didn't actually catch a word of that, but I'm going to go with that. <laughs> uh, Andy translate for me. Anyway, but other homeless in Europe, I've. Besides Nice, you, yeah. you, again, another guy that you killed. Yeah. I, uh, Generally, they're very. Wait, are they're, there they're, other they countries for where help. you didn't go Batman and like rid the country of homeless people? <laughs> One can at a time. I don't recall having ins. Other than that, I don't remember other incidents. I was shocked, Chinatown, New York City. How many Asian homeless people? That is weird to me. That's Asian homeless. Yeah, that is just absolutely weird. They have to be suffering from mental illness because you have family members. Not so mental illness that they don't know the three blocks that they're supposed <laughs> to live in. But there was a lot of them, and I saw one Asian guy taking shit in, in fucking Chinatown, New York City, in the middle of the street. That is really weird. But I'm sure if I've gone to China or places like that, I'm sure they're very aggressive. But it's funny because uh, Japanese homeless people are very polite, absolutely polite. You know, Prano and I see someone shitting in Venice probably uh, every day. Prano, I mean, it's pretty frequent, fairly regularly. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen my, I've seen my fair amount of homeless men just taking a dump. In the middle of the boardwalk. All right, we got any more? We got any more Ask Yoshis? They're very polite uh, questions. Hey, Dirty Sports. It's me, uh, Griffin, the Abin Dirtball, calling in for the first time in a while. But my question for Yoshi is uh, whatever happened to that New Zealand girl he brought on the first episode he was back in the day? Whatever happened to her? Uh, for, and also, I'm going to plug real quick. Uh, I'm gonna be having my draft show uh, next Thursday for the draft with me and my two of my friends, and uh, I'm gonna for every draft pick I get wrong, I'm gonna take a shot. So I'm gonna put that on my Twitter and Periscope. Uh, and condoms are for that new Russell Wilson quarterback show. It's fucking trash. <laughs> Wait, where uh, am I? Am I just? What did he say about Russell Wilson? The, some quarterback shows trash, but I'm interested in this. this. Is a sort of the new Kobe Bryant? Should I just search Griffin drunk draft show? Like, where do I find this? No plug. He said on Periscope and Twitter. Yeah, I don't know who he is. You know Griffin? He's the Auburn Dirtball. Griffin Griffin, Glo- Griffin Glover. Everyone says it's not Griffin Lover. It's Griffin Glover. Okay, Griffin Glover. Well, I mean, how am I? I'm supposed to put that together. It's got a good voice, by the way. It's at Griffin Glover. Okay. You know him with the goatee. Yes, I know. I know Griffin Glover. I didn't necessarily know that. Though, like, I was supposed to know that that's Griffin. Like, come on, Griffin, be better at your plugs. Where we find you at Griffin Glover. So you're gonna. He's gonna do a shot, and he's already got crying Russell Wilson. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna listen. I think he did it last year too. Every time he's wrong on an NFL draft, he does a shot. 
Which is, for, I mean, what do they do? The first round one night, and then they do round two the second night, and then they do the rest over the weekend, right? Yeah. So, so I the s- most you could get wrong is 30, and the draft takes forever. There's, there's 32 teams in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that takes three hours. Yeah. It's still a lot. If you did 32 shots in three hours. Oh, that is a lot. It's not a record or anything, but... <laughs> But we have to we have to answer his question. Remember, do you remember when we used what to be with, with Sideshow Network? Oh yeah, I remember that you chick Yoshi brought you brought a fucking smoke show. You brought this New Zealand girl, Hosanna, Hosanna, yeah. Hosanna. She is working for some, I think, some hotshot internet startup in LA. I'm supposed to see her this week, but I've been busy. I don't have a car, so <laughs> it was her birthday, April fifteenth. Happy birthday, Hosanna! <laughs> sure, she's listening. <laughs> so you you guys are still friends? Yeah. But um, you know, she's always she just moved back from New York, and uh, I've been on a road. I mean, either for comedy or for that drug stuff. You know, was she ever a, a porn girl? Is that how you know her? No, she was a finalist in New Zealand's Next Top Model the first season. She was second place. But how did you hook up with her? She was a friend of Aiko Tanaka. Oh, that's and, right, I remember. Yeah, from the show. so she knew. Yeah. Like, she also knew. Keisha. Look at Benny the Jet just staring over here like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> um, she was also a friend of Kisa Castle-Hughes, the girl from the Whale Rider. And she was also in Wait, Game I, of Thrones. I always get she, confused. I was she, confused. Was a game, uh, she was in Game of Thrones. She's the oldest sand snake with a spear. Wait, wait, I mean, I watched 68 episodes. And she, remember the, remember Hosanna's the, friend the, with her. The They're three, both from the New three Zealand. three girls who were like... Sand fucking, snakes? Yeah, remember the sand snakes? The three like angry, violent girls. One was violence. a whip. One was a poison sword. Other one with a spear. I gotcha. Yeah, Keisha yep. is the one with the spear. Anyway, she's friend with Hosanna. Yeah. Yoshi's circle is fascinating. Yeah. From New Zealand supermodels to Russell. Peters. What are you talking about, Joe's buddy with fucking the dynasty in New York City? Come on, that's more impressive in my opinion. No, nah, I disagree. I think yours is more. I think, I think you have the weirder bunch. But you, I mean, it is weird. But, but Yoshi, you, you're like origami. Every time we unwrap you, what? We, just, we just find something new. There's, there's, there's so much to you, Yoshi. You're a fascinating cat. Whenever I, I unwrap you, see origami. You see what? Cocaine. What? <laughs> <laughs> My friend, by the way, I have some college buddies who are obsessed with you, Yoshi. Why? They, they, they just think they love when you do the show. I texted them tonight. I texted them our text exchange. My buddy's from Toronto. I got to say, you guys are toe-to-toe with, uh, as far as the people who follow me in podcasts and stuff, you guys, like, tie with um, your mom's house fans. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're, they're really fucking popular. But I love sports, man. I just, uh, I really appreciate you guys putting me on because most of my Asian friends are just, they don't, they don't give a shit about, I don't know, they don't give a fuck about sports. And I love talking about sports, but I have no one to talk to. You, you, know, know? What, you know what I'm going to bring back? I'm going to reintroduce... We made that amazing Dirty for Dirty. Do you remember that this summer? Oh, yeah. And you had the line that, you know, English is not the language of Americans. It's sports. Yes. The sense of competition and why why this country is so great. Because we, we're not afraid of losing, you know what I mean? You, and, love, uh, you love the United States, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, my people bombed Pearl Harbor. They were winning the first quarter, but who won in the fourth quarter? <laughs> Halftime America, you know what I mean? America, the halftime, they get their shit right every fucking time. Japan pulled onside kick and scored touchdown. Think they're gonna win it, but I'm sorry, but 
stupid motherfuckers. I'm from there too, but they're just they they're going knowing they're gonna lose. You know what I mean? The whole season they play like let's just go for draft pick and they sneak in playoff and you think they're gonna beat the team. I'm sorry, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> America always bounce back. Even with all this Russian shit that's going on, I'm sorry, Russian people. I love Russian people, but they're doing it all wrong. We, we're always going to beat them, whether it's Chinese or North Korea or whatnot. Sorry, but something about this country, we always fuck up in the first quarter, but we always come back. You know what I mean? We always do. do I, don't, I don't sign with a losing team. You know what I mean? I was a free agent. I fucking signed here. You know what I'm saying? We, I'm going to get Nick to cue up some American music and a flag in the background of Yoshi saying all this. I'm sorry, but too many people born in this country, they don't appreciate this country, man. I mean, it's really sad in my opinion. You know what I mean? And um, even all these fucking liberal people that are crying about Trump and stuff, but I'm sorry, but I mean, the guy's not, but America is such a strong country and our institution is so great. He can't... He could do all the damage he, he tried to do 24-7, 365 days for the next two and a half years. Couldn't even touch the country. That's how strong it is. Sorry, I mean... I mean Who are you apologizing <laughs> to? I'm just saying... He's like, like, sorry, all the communist listeners of the yeah. Dirty Sports Podcast. They're going to lose. Sorry, all you yeah. people who, who listen to a sports show about American sports but really want to watch the country burn. Our institution... I'm probably the only person you got to apologize to. I was going to say, Prado, Prado yeah. the guy on your left, is the one who doesn't appreciate America. Yeah. Right? Our, institu- right. our institution is like... We're the 18 like, and 1 Patriots. We lost uh, to no, Vietnam. No, no, but I'm glad you said that. Our institution is just like... Bill Belichick will figure out and always at the end, unlike unlike the last Super Bowl, but we always sneak <laughs> at the end and we're going to win it. Yeah, every once in a while we, we, we get beat, right? But uh, everybody thinks Russia's doing well and China's doing well, but no, sorry. right. Their institutions are shit. They might have a strong leader now, but eventually they will die and our institution is going to beat them every time, so there. Well, there's no other way to wrap up the show than that pro-America. All, all I, I, I was so prepared for, I, I saw on the rundown you had Shade at Trevor, Shade at Prano, a classic Ruther call log of all the shade at everybody but you. What happened? I was so excited to see people throwing shade at Trev. Can we get to that next episode? Sure, uh, yeah, we're, sure. We're two hours. Right? I, don't know, I don't know if they're timely, if the shade at me is a, is a topical shade. But I'm glad the show's doing well because last time I was here, uh, it I wasn't. It was dying on no, the no, line. No, no, <laughs> no. In the first few times, you didn't have an intern. Then, then a couple shows back, you have one. Now you have two, and I could tell the show's doing really, really well. And your fans, although a little crazy, when I beat them, they're very, very nice. You know, when you beat them? No, when I meet them. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, yeah. Jesus. Yes, when he beats our homeless yeah. fan over the head with a fucking twelve pack of soda. So. Well, Yoshi, plug your Twitter and plug anything you got going on. I know you got <laughs> fair enough. This because this yeah, that's, why we, we that's why we're not doing the. We'll do those calls next episode because Yoshi's plugs are in the last twenty more minutes. Okay, May 9th, Denmark, uh, <laughs> Warburg Comedy Club, eight p.m. May 9th. Um, I'll be there with a guy named Jimmy Earl. We'll be doing the show, and after the show, I'll be selling Illegal Magazine because that's our headquarter. Um, May nineteenth, I'll be in London. Uh, I'm going to watch uh, Killer Joe at the West End. But but mainly, I mean, May 19th in London because the the royal wedding uh, on May 19th. I'm going to be there. 
Historical events, I have to be there, and I, I might be. You're, pref- you're not going. You're just going to be in London for the royal wedding. The, uh, it's May nineteenth, of course. You're like I'm Jeremy Lin's brother. Like we don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can't come into the palace. I have to, I have to be there. Um, the chick she's uh, Prince Harry's Mary. She's from Southern California, and her dad worked on Mary with Children. I didn't know that. So, yeah, so she learned all the fucking fucked up uh, politics in the household. And marry this guy. This is great victory for America, right there. Another victory. <laughs> we beat all those blue-blooded bitches in England, and he married American. I'm, I'm, I'm this shit. This kind of shit really makes me happy. You know, I'm all for American civilization. <laughs> Fuck you guys for not appreciating America. Okay, Sue. Um, I appreciate you. I'm just letting you talk. And. Uh, I'm and I'm really fucked. I have one way ticket to Europe. I don't know how they're going to get back. So if somebody, <laughs> because I didn't get my money for the Super Bowl, I'm not going to get married for the fucking uh, insurance. So if if anyone want to donate money to my PayPal account, <laughs> Yoshi, I, guys, please don't. I'd like Yoshi to. Just, I just want. I mean, it's a way better story if you can't get back. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, uh, but Yoshi. if you want to donate, Yoshi Ditton at gmail.com at PayPal. Wait, what is it? Yoshi Ditton? Ditton. At gmail.com. That was my podcast, Yoshi Ditton Podcast. So so if you want to pay, if you want to donate money. I saw, I, that's the reason I went to Russell's place hoping that he could buy me a return ticket. I fucking missed the guy because I have to do this show. I literally missed him by a minute. So I, I don't can know how. Can you just text him and be like, yo, can you take me? But he get thousands of money. You know, he, sometimes he doesn't even get to see him. So it's easier if I see him in person. So I don't know how I'm going to get fucking come back in fucking next month. So anyway, <laughs> donate. I think we have some very sweet and kind dirt balls. You'll probably get some donations. Or if somebody have a one-way ticket back, that's even better. <laughs> Stand by. You can be uh, some guy's cousin, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just picture in some like white dirt ball from Alabama be like, yeah, this guy Yoshi's my cousin. Can uh, dad? My dad works for American Airlines. Can he get the one-way yeah. ticket back? Give me a ticket with United. I don't care if they try to drag me out of there. Just uh, <laughs> one-way ticket from London on 21st of May. <laughs> I can't. I don't know how I'm gonna get back. I don't have the money do, right do now. You know the phrase "beggars can't be choosers." Yeah, you, know, you have a spit. It's like uh, per, a business class flight on the 21st of May, preferably a morning flight, exit row if possible. I want to give a uh, a quick birthday shout out to one of the dirt balls. Okay, I want to give a shout out to Austin Anhorn. Happy birthday, buddy! Your buddy uh, Justin Guthrie set this up, so thank Justin. Yoshi, can you give Austin a birthday shout-out? Maybe he'll donate for you. Happy birthday, Austin. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Don't make me run over another fucking homeless, all right? Prano, what are you I doing? already know I'm going to get in trouble for that one. That's There's right. no way they interview me for no reason. Oh, everything's okay once you talk to them. No fucking way. God damn it. Uh... <laughs> At Fix Your Life on Twitter, Joe Prano on Instagram, JoePrano.com for shows. I got uh, San Francisco and Oakland, May, Tahoe after that. New York, New Jersey, Stress Factory is official at the end of June. I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Jersey, the 28th to the 1st. Uh, I just got booked for uh, a a resort in Washington, Lake Chelan, Chelan. I'll be there. Shalon, yeah. you'll be there too? No, no. Well, is that the ADF thing? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you be there. there 4th of July? Yes. Same weekend? Yes. Oh, my God. So come see me oh, and Yoshi. No, no. Isn't this the second week of July? No, I'm there the first week. Oh, never mind. No, oh, no, no, fuck. No. That was going to be something. Oh, you're going to be at Eddie's Bingle Fest. Yeah. Yeah. We'll you'll both be, be at, We'll both be at Bingle Fest in Monroe, California in July, second week of July. 
uh, San Diego, Chicago, the Dirt Ball meetup in Chicago in September, all on JoePrano.com. Uh, it's it's uh, I, I'm working out the title of it. Maybe uh, uh, punchlines and pitch counts. My my summer tour and baseball ballpark tour. So check out JoePrano.com. Come see me a baseball game with me. Sorry, I, I have yeah, a show I Saturday thought, in Arizona in Glendale <laughs> uh, called The Cuff, Off the Cuff Club, this Saturday, 8 p.m. But one last thing. I cannot talk about the detail, but I'm working on the project. It's a legit, and I'm, work, I'm, I'm helping someone with a huge name regarding pornography. It will be out October of this year. But Seinfeld. No, no, this, this, this is a— What's the deal with stepmom porn? <laughs> Who wants to fuck their mother? No, the uh, I, I, only thing I could say is— it will vindicate when I got fired. This this thing will help me tremendously. No, it's a, it will be a huge thing. What did so, you get fired from? Evil Angel. The porn company. Porn company. Okay. So I've been traveling back and forth with New York uh, with this project, and I'm going to Europe again for it. So, But I'll come out on the show and tell you guys. Well, we would love to have you back. It's pretty dark. The Well, you're dark, and that's why we love you. The one and only Yoshi. It's you're been- dark. <laughs> oh, and and... <laughs> Last one. Is there any way I could go wrap Cincinnati? up your prugs already? Would you? Is there any chance we could watch the game Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, I, I really want to watch that game. That it was so violent last year. <laughs> I don't even give a fuck for Super Bowl. That game was so fucking violent. Wasn't somebody crippling that game? It was the Monday Night Football game. That's when Shaz- Shazier. Got oh, played. I want to see that game um, this year. So wait, you want to? You I want to go in Cincinnati and watch them play Pittsburgh Steelers. You want to go into Cincinnati? Oh yes. Can you imagine me bringing Yoshi to my parents? Oh house my god! Right now? Yes. <laughs> I'll bring a hooker for your dad. My mom would love that. Okay. It's what? <laughs> it's a hooker. It's what? Dad, Yoshi brought you a hooker. It's a it's a gift. Yoshi, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It'd be like, so you're a call girl. Uh, right over there, you see those lights? That's Chris Collinsworth's house. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you can go see all our stuff at DirtySports.com. Drop us an iTunes review. Tell us how much you love Yoshi. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, as always, Yoshi. Thanks, guys. Fun stuff. Give Yoshi your love. Yoshi Obayashi. 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 On- <laughs> <laughs> Say it wrong one more time. Yoshi Obayashi? Obayashi. Abayashi? Obayashi? I don't know. Close enough. Guys, it's fun. Enjoy Thanks, your guys. Enjoy your weekend, and don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>